river kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 10. When last we left you? Yes. Um, you were doing things. Yes. Um, so the very last thing we did was um, the... Um, crap, I can't say your name. Scary Fae Lady trying to do mind, mind control in Tristram. Bane Sids? Bane Bane Sith, the dancing lady. Bane Bane Sith, yeah. So basically the to go back a bit, um, mm-hmm. we were um, you know, had a kingdom turn, yep. first date with Bryn, um, went and explored round, found the Hodag lair, fought the Hodag, mm-hmm. um, found fought Tartok and the Dancing Lady. Chopped the Dancing Lady into bits. Chopped the Dancing Tartok, Lady. Took Tartok home and executed him. And took Tristram home and convinced him to stop writing poetry to the beauty of the Dancing Lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, by that point it was some way into Rover. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got down sep- up to the seventh of Rover doing Keep Exploring. With you, with you, with you. So um, that's where we, that's where we got up to. So we were due to have two kingdom turns. The first of which, Kaelin spent a certain amount of time um, dancing around, finishing the previous exploring turn. Mm-hmm. It turned out, um, poking one little foot into the keep wasn't actually something you could do. The keep wasn't something you could do briefly. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are. It is Rover four seven fifteen AR. I am just starting on the last calendar sheet I have, so I will need more at some stage, but not imminently. Yep, remind me later. Yep. And um, the theory was two kingdom months and then um, other things, and um, I wanted to start off the first kingdom month with a general council session to talk to my councillors before actually starting on the kingdom turn. Yep, and you have... um just to remember you got a big pile of random stuff and illusion art objects and things from the keep. That's very t- true. I um, also want a Divi treasure. I could... Um, yeah, I, I more just want to check that I've actually you know, given it to you. Yeah, yeah you, you gave me a big pile of treasure. Yep. I have a big pile of treasure written down. 
So, do you have a preference on which order we do things? Would you like to... I have no preferences, opinions, or theorems. Oh, well, um, let's... I'm thoughtless. <laughs> so, first, actually, um, I have a hodag egg. Mm-hmm. You told me I could... Build a hodag building out of it? Build a hodag building out of it. Yes. Can you refresh my memory about what the deal was with the hodag building? I remember I could also sell the egg for cash money. Yeah, so, so you had a couple of options. Yeah. Um, you could turn around and just hop the egg for cash to some interested collector with yeah. no real idea what they'd do with it. Yeah. Um, you could hire a sufficiently expert animal trainer, yeah. somebody with a lot of ranks that handle animal, yeah. um, to basically train the hodag as a personal mount for you. Yeah. Um, or you could... But that was that was 12,000 gold. Yeah. Done. Um, or for twice that, at which point it's functionally six build points, yep. um, you could have essentially a hodag den built in your city somewhere. Sweet. So what that would entail is basically hiring a hodag trainer yep. um, to... To build and building an actual stable specifically for it, yeah, and then training it up to do whatever and deriving whatever city-based benefits you got from that. Yep. So six build points was one of the things I wanted to ask about the Hodag building. Yep. I, as I recall, there'd be a time delay on how long because the Hodag has to actually hatch and grow and stuff. It was. I yeah. The, the theory being for taking it as a personal mount, that's relevant and worth tracking. Yeah. As a city building, not so much. Oh, sweet. Because you you don't get the option to do both. You yeah. can't take it. No, no, no. The, um, basically, I don't want it as a personal mount. I'm very interested in the city building, but yep. I wanted to remember how many yep. build points, no, because, you, you know, if it was 24, my interest might start you, to wane, and I could You pretty remember. much pay it and derive the benefits immediately. Sweet. In, in real-world terms, you'd probably derive the benef- some of the benefits a little earlier and some of them a little later. In game terms, it does you blah, blah, and blah, because... Sweet. Fantastic. In, in exactly the same sort of level-based way of your inn that was three-quarters completed does nothing, it can't hold a single customer... Bang, it's finished, your stability and economy go up. Yeah, the, the in, as soon as the last yeah, lick yeah. of paint is slapped on the walls, instantly develops customers. Yeah, yeah. In exactly the same way, you can wake up tomorrow and know how to use combat reflexes we yeah. didn't know yesterday. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Okay, cool. Alright, so that that's that's what I wanted to know yep. pre-conversation. Um, I have last. a whole egg then in my um, system buildings. So basically the gist is I build it and I get a thing in the same way that I build yeah, you will derive some, a, some a, sort a of kingdom base. And I get a thing. Yep. Cool. You'll derive some sort of kingdom. So I don't, need to, I don't need to predefine what I want the hodag bed den to do. No, I just no, get it build it. will do a thing for you. I, I, I build it, I get a thing. Cool. Fantabulous. That's what I wanted to know prior to treasure sorting. I will leave the hodag egg on my treasure list for the moment, but I'm not going to worry about a cash value for it because I'm planning to do that one. Yep. So, um, okay, things on my treasures list that aren't Hodag treasure. I have a Masterwork Great Axe. What are you asking me for here? Um, GP values, but I suppose there's no reason. 320. 320, thank you. Um, I have Magical Studded Leather Armor, which I haven't identified. Right, that one I'll probably actually need to look at it. Yeah, um, it's a... It will have been from the Hodag Den. Yeah. That is... Generally helpful than I. Hodag. It will be, be from whichever place has the most expensive studded leather armor in the book. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, it is plus one stuff stuff with that. Sweet, so that's a uh, thousand gold. Plus the studded leather. It's like five, ten gold. Right, because the masterwork's built into the money, isn't yeah. it? Hold on, let me look. Desperate to squeeze out those pennies. <laughs> hey, it's 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 my gold pieces. Must be hard being so poor. <laughs> you try funding a kingdom out of your pants. <laughs> My pants could fund a kingdom. <laughs> um, plus one keen spear. Yep. Um, yeah, you already know exactly what it is. So that's 8,000. So, so I need the half GP values. So the world will like and the full ones I think. So 4,000. But my understanding was that you didn't actually have the spear. No. Because you'd sold it back to Stas. Which is correct, but I did sell it back to him for half its GP yes. value, so I have the tri- I have the treasure value of the spear. I have spear money. Mm-hmm. It's in spearing. You feel like that pun was so bad it's like I stabbed you? <laughs> really? Really? That's what you've got? You couldn't even work impaled in this? <laughs> um, is an elven... Do I get... This, bet this question doesn't come up a lot. The elven water clock is um, half value? It's not a... Uh, no, it, it is not. It's an art object? It is an art object. It's with 1,000 gold pieces. And statues of dancing lady. Yeah, that's all trade goods, art treasure. Yeah, what about the royal outfits? Uh, same again. Cool. Well, she may have been ridiculous... have ridiculously hard will saves, but at least she had very awesome treasure. Yes, so the sonnet I just gave to the library because, you know... There you go, statue. Yep, I get it. So that was just a big pile of money. Hey, I like big piles of money. So pleased that the innocent death of a poor fae, trapped fae woman, has you know, netted you so much cash. Yes, the um, funds from the various people she murdered over the years for entertainment. Well, she didn't murder them. No, I suppose she didn't, did she? She just kind of compelled them to spend their lives serving her until they died of old age. Mm-hmm. That's not better. But it's different. <laughs> it is actually kind of unusual, admittedly. Most of these life force thingies tend to be a bit more profligate with their victims. Certainly, young serving Katiana didn't appear to be a long life. Katiana's retirement plan tended to involve being fed to one of her large, burly creatures. Mm. On the other hand, if she was running free in society as opposed to sitting in a tower, she'd probably have a lot more choice. Right, yeah, I see I see your point. <laughs> okay. But even then, it's a trade-off between how subtly do you murder your various um, 
art, art connoisseurs. Yeah. You know, versus killing everyone you meet and having a bunch of high level paladins stomp your ass. Yeah. They're just not welcome to arrest people I've given pardons to. <laughs> Even if they are paladins of my god. <laughs> so Mark should have just come in and started chucking some smiley balls around. Wouldn't have worked very well on me. I didn't actually mean you. <laughs> I meant, you know, his actual target as yeah. opposed to the innocent people between him and his target. Yeah, well that was kind of the, the reason he didn't come around and start fan hammering things. Right. I'm just looking at if I actually want any of this stuff. But I think on the whole it's all kind of creepy by virtue of where it comes from, so no, that's right. Um so I have um down the numbers and then you can have a quick look. Um, 834 gold for the party, 1668 for Caelan. Mm-hmm. He's not buying any of the stuff on the list. I don't think anyone else wants it. I, I can't imagine, so it's mostly art objects and stuff, but. Um, no, unless you want to be really cool and have an elven water clock. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that's quite alright. I mean, uh, clocks, except for really fa- except for things like massive elven water clocks, aren't really a D and D thing, are they? So, Calum presumably tells time by the sun because it's sun. Yeah, position. yeah. The, uh, the the conception is that that is the pinnacle of clock technology, right? Yeah. There. You basically uh, the the way it works is it's weighed through with water, um, and so if you set it correctly in the first place, it will keep time perfectly until it breaks down. But it only works as long as you never move the clock in any way. And it's a massive, and great because, big thing. Because it's massive, heavy, and they're so expensive to do, it's one of those things of, like, in large, in large-scale palaces or cathedrals or whatever, you might have a clock. But there's no real merit in Caelan knowing it's 2.35 when the peasants know, you know, show up mid-afternoon-ish. Yeah, yeah. It's the sort of thing you might have in a garden or something, but even then it would yeah. probably be more of a look at me, I'm wealthy and I got this clock than um, a practical timekeeping device. Yes. Yeah, because it makes sense. If nobody around you has any better timekeeping measures, you don't really want to be the only one that's on time for everything. There's a wonderful descriptor that's, that's always struck me. Um in the play, so here we are. Uh, this large, bulky contrivance gives time accurate to within half an hour uh, per day since it was last set. It requires a regular source of water and must be kept still because it marks time by the regulated flow of droplets of water. It is primarily an amusement for the wealthy and a tool for students of arcane law. Most people have no way to tell exact time. There's very little point in knowing it's 2.30pm if no one else does. <laughs> So yeah, for, for various arcane rituals and that kind of thing, if you need to cast this at midnight precisely, mm-hmm. then you really need to know when it's midnight as opposed to just it's darkish. Yeah. 
But it, uh, ultimately it's one of those things that we just anachronistically sort of boil out and I just yes. tell you, yeah, you think it's around 2.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've but been I mean, walking, you think it's now around 4. Yeah, I mean, the um, the reality is people who don't have clocks can usually make pretty good estimations by sun position. Yeah. Certainly good enough for what in, they need to do. In much the them. same way that conveniently the Pathfinder calendar is a 12-month calendar. Yeah. Because it would be piss annoying if it was a 14-month one instead. Yeah. Okay, um, so stuff that I'm purchasing yep. is um, I would like to buy a um, couple of potions out of the party funds. Yep. Is anybody else feeling depleted of their healing potions? Nope. It's just Carolyn who's been drinking a ton of them. Yep. Okay, cool. So how much is Cure, cure Moderate Wounds? Uh, cure Light's 50, Cure Mods are 300. That's right, so two of them is 600. Let's go back up to three potions of pure mod. The um, party fund is quite flush if people feel they have particular needs. Mm-hmm. Folding boat, folding boat. Mm-hmm. No. It's not actually entirely crazy, but it's I like think seven thousand gold. Yeah, that's what I thought. The the party fund isn't that flush. Well, I don't know what flush means. I can't. It's see got it. it's got four thousand GP. It's got four thousand five hundred GP. Given that like half the last adventure, half of this book, it's been in negatives. That looks pretty good to me. Callum must have spent a shitload of his personal treasure given the party fund's doing this well, and he's only got a bit more money. Callum's <laughs> got about six grand in his pants now. The young, kind of enough to blow on something. Yeah, enough to buy one fancy thing, and then you're bankrupt. Again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait for a while. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay, I can toss this sheet. I'm not going to forget. I've got a hoda egg. Yep. Um, okay. Cool. Treasure splitting's done. Yep. So. Um, uh. Council meeting. Yep. Specifically, Kaelin wishes to discuss Hogrolta, the level of threat he poses to the kingdom now that we actually have some intelligence on him and what our plans for dealing with that are. Mm-hmm. You have your glorious council assembled. Cool. So, you've all heard about um, our... Um, Oh, actually, no, wait, sorry. First, I want to have a private chat with Goody Niska. So she's just come back from closing Candlemere, because yep. that was also last month. Yep. So we'll talk to her before the council gets into full session. Yep. Um. <coughs> Goody Niska. Yes? Um, listen, I want to talk to you about this posting, this Spymaster scene. Um, you've given it your best, and I know it wasn't the role that you um, would have chosen left to your own devices, but I think it's not um, a particularly natural fit for you. If we had um, other circumstances, I'd definitely think about you for counsellor, but Svetlana's doing a very nice job there. So. She stares at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's you continue to speak. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so I am asking you to step down. <clears throat> I see. 
you've realised that any inadequacies you may perceive in my performance are a result of the previous spy network that you have built up with your unusual community connections. A full three quarters of the people that work under me are either criminals, fey creatures, or both. I realise that. We've had trouble finding someone who's a natural for the profession and it's had a lot of changes. It's, I um, realise you only took it on because I asked you to have a go at it and it's not uh, where your um, talents lie. I believe that I am serving better in the community invaluably here. If you wish to consider me for another role, then I am willing to negotiate. Yes, gosh, she just doesn't want to give up her job and go away. <laughs> it's not actually a problem I've had before. Yep, this is the first counsel you've had. But, um... No, fair enough, alright. But but what you're asking her to do is go back to midwifery, presumably. And she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. I had other roles for the other people. In fact, you are welcome to make a sense motive check if you so desire. I certainly can. Yep. I've got a six. Okay. Possibly she's real transparent though. Uh, she she seems very firm in her um in, in her desire to not step down effectively. Yeah, that's fair. You you gain no further information from the GM than no. what she's presenting openly to you. And she will sort of stare at Kaylin eyebrow arc for a few minutes as you consider this. And no, it's a good point. Assuming there's no immediate um, you you coming back with, oh, obviously we'll get you doing such and such. She will then has other thoughts and suggestions, but um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm interested in what um, the. I think you'd be a natural counsellor, but I also think Svetlana, and I know you're interested in that, but I also think Svetlana's doing a good job in that. I, I cannot dispute that whatsoever. Svetlana is a fine, upstanding young woman who is. Uh, risen above what uh, what she was supposed to be doing in life to become something better in this community. The um, I, I wholeheartedly applaud the choice of her as counsellor. I guess the question is then, my when I've moved other people, the fact of the matter is there's a lot more talented people in the kingdom than the twelve slots of counsellors, and we've tried various people in various places, and they've it's worked well for them and hasn't. The other people who stepped off their councillor roles have gone into other fields but thus far they've mostly been they're both mostly either headed for roles in the military or looked at something in more in the mayoral line helping build up the community. I obviously don't see you so much in the military capacity. No, I shouldn't see either of us by suggesting such. But I'd be interested in what your thoughts are about where you're where a good place would be. Well, I would suggest that there are a few councillors who 
uh, could perhaps be moved to greener pastures. <laughs> uh, among other things, we do have some unique individuals in the ilk of our cobalt and our golem. <laughs> Not that I'm overly desirous of either of their roles, but frankly, if you're looking for liabilities among your council, I, I wouldn't look terribly far past that hidebound traditionalist that is sitting and squatting in your high priest's role, Jot Kathkin. I I do not think the man is equipped to deal with a community of this size. He may have been fine as, as merely a village priest, now, I would be more than happy to have him working under me as some sort of assistant. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you have to admit that would be quite a demotion from his point of view. He has served in his councillor role since the founding of the kingdom. It would be rather rude, wouldn't it, to simply come up to someone and tell them they were out of a job. Eyebrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, on the other hand, um, when we said this position was something that... Um, was never intended to be a permanent solution. It was something we were both giving a try at. I mean, you were um, not particularly eager to adopt it in the first place. She sort of opens her hands to you. As I say, I believe to negotiate. I have found it. It's, I have found it is, it is much less tedious than I was expecting initially. Well, that's good. Yeah. The other one, she she floats is that um, well, she suggests Svetlana is doing a good job as counselor. She actually thinks she'd make a good spy master. As, uh, Svetlana would make a good spy master as well, effectively swapping the two of them round in their roles. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Um, I don't. I, I can't. From a, from a very strict point of view, I suppose it's a demotion for Svetlana because a counselor's you know probably a higher position, but. Not, not massively such. That wasn't on Swiplana's list of roles she was interested in. Yeah. Um, Essentially, of all of your 12 or 13 counsellors, other than being the king or the queen, you know, counsellor is probably the most important one. Yeah. Well, it depends. Counsellor is the most, is a very people facing one. Treasure is actually also exceedingly important. To have yeah, but um, no one's prizing Corwin out of that. He's doing a fantastic job. I believe um, yeah w- without a treasurer you cannot receive taxes yeah yeah so that would kill your kingdom dead um, on the other hand not having a counsellor would mean you never hear what your people are thinking so that would be bad too yeah yeah the thing is I particularly want as as good a spy master as I can find mm-hmm. because um I mean, the, the thing is, you're the king, 
you can absolutely just boot her out of the role up to and including having her arrested and executed. Yeah, yeah, so, but, the, but the, um, it's bad people yeah, management. Yeah, yes, but, no, but, but you have absolute authority here to do whatever you want. It's just yeah. what you should do. Yeah. As opposed to what you can do. No, it's, do. it's my fault entirely. I should have thought more about um, where we could use your talents in advance. The only... Um, Swapping around you and Svetlana is a possibility, though I'd have to speak to her about how she felt taking on the spymaster role. As you've found yourself, it's a been a bit of a hot potato being passed about and no one's had it for long enough to get good at it. Um, the other um, thought that does come to mind as a possibility is that we haven't really appointed Thornwatch a mayor. I don't know if that's something you'd be interested in. But it, as it's a community you've spent some time with and served in, that's a role I'd think you could work well in. I would prefer to remain in in the higher in the higher orders within the kingdom. Alright. Well, let me t- I'm sorry for not doing my preparation in advance. It was very disorganized of me. Let me um talk it over with Svetlana and come back to you. By all means. I will speak to her as well. And we'll go find Svetlana essentially go find Svetlana. Yeah. Uh, and, um, can you roll me another sense motive check? Yeah, hopefully we'll do a bit better at this one. There we are. Uh, 13. Okay. So, um, you, she, she says, uh, that before you do it, there are just a few things we should discuss about, you know, blast by master information. Yeah. As in the standard day-to-day running of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, she gives you, um, a bunch of you know, generic background information and several things that you seem to be needing to take, to take care of now, style of thing. Yeah. Before you can go and have a word with Svetlana. She wants me to get. She wants to get there first. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So, but but you haven't had the sense motive check, so you don't realise you're getting played for this. Yeah. But essentially, she will give you oh, something. Oh, so, so this is what you're telling me is I work this out after she's already done it because I didn't make the sense motive check. Uh, in fact, you failed the sense motive check by so much you don't work it out in character period. Oh, right. You're um, just explaining the, it, it to me how... It will yeah. become obvious that Goody Niska basically goes off and has a word with Svetlana before yeah. you get there. Yeah. But she's deliberately given you some jobs to do so she can go and do that. There's certainly an argument there. if she's that good at outmaneuvering me. Alright. Um, okay, so um, yes, I will go find Svetlana once I've sorted out the urgent kingdom business. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yes, you go find Svetlana. Yeah, this is not awesomely long, you know, two or yeah. three hours later style of thing. Yeah. Um, and Svetlana is, um, you know, actually vaguely organised for this, has sort of a little office set up off her yeah. house. Um, I think as you come in, she looks over here and says, Ah, Galen, good to see you. Come in, come in. I've been expecting you. I've just been speaking to Zata. Ah, she she got she she got to you first. I mean, she came and saw you already, did she? Yes, I understand. There's some difficulty in the some difficulty in uh, some potential to reshuffle the council. Aye, I'm thinking of it. The um, no one's um found the spymaster role very natural, and it wasn't what she wanted to do initially. But um, you've made made a real success of this councillor business. I'm not eager to move you out of it. 
but she did propose it as one way round, and nobody's made much of a go of the spymaster job. I certainly need, need one, but it depends on if it's something you'd feel up for. I certainly hope she hasn't put any pressure on you. It is not the. It's not the first thing. It is certainly not the first thing I would have thought of for my natural aptitudes, but um, but Zata has been very profuse in her praise for me. She thinks the world of the job I have been doing and what I can do. She thinks that I will do. She thinks that I will do a better job than her in the spy master role. It's not. Um it's not that I think she's been doing a bad job per se, it's just that I should probably clarify that with her. It's merely that no one's found it a very natural fit for their talents, and I don't think it's the best fit for hers. The challenge is whether, I mean, you're a great counsellor, but if you'd be, if if you could get the hang of the spy master bit, it would um, certainly be a great boon. But it depends on if you're up for that. If you do, if you want to stay where you are, I'm, or if you don't feel comfortable taking on the spy master role specifically, I'm all ears for that. It is a tricky time. We've got some intelligence on Hagrolka sending people around. It's a tough mission for your first month. As I say, it is not something I would have thought of of my own. But uh, Zata has been very convincing in her in, in her in her praise for me and her her belief that I can do the job. I would be happy to. Uh, I would be happy to do my best I can. Well, if you and of course, I am certain she would make a fine counsel as well. She is a very organised woman. She is perhaps just not used to dealing with the sort of people you have arranged. I, I'm not certain she'd be. Nor in fairness, am I. But I'm not certain she'd be as natural a fit. I think she'd be a good counsellor. I'm not certain she'd be as natural a fit for it as you. But um, it might be the best. It, it might be a, it might be worth giving a try to if you both if you're prepared to give it a go, and I wouldn't like it to be permanent. We could always um, shuffle things round again in a few months. I know people get a little fussy when I do that, but <laughs> sorry, that's the GM laughing, not not Svetlana. Yeah, what? It's just the. Yeah. I was like, we'll just, we'll just screw the council. Like, it's fine. I'm the king. I can do whatever I like. Well, it's kind of, you know, I mean, it's not like it's meant to be set in stone forever and ever. No, no. It's just, you know, keep in mind from their point of view, you know, it's actually their jobs. They're getting paid to do this. Yeah, yeah. It is pretty much the same thing as you're fired from your job. Or yeah, yeah. I, I probably need to factor that in more um, readily. The, um... Crystal and um, Keston were very good about it, but I was better organised about what I had planned for them to do. Well, also, the, the bigger your kingdom gets, the bigger a deal it is. Yeah. I mean, being the general of your non-existent army is one thing. Being the general of your actual army is a different, it's different story. It's a di- different matter, yes. I'd, I'd better factor that in more. Particularly when you're not replacing them for any reason other than you think someone else could do it better. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you if you had Akaros arrested, then obviously everyone would go, well, okay, we, we clearly need a new general. Yeah. yeah. But, but yes, yeah, Svetlana... Um, Seems quite willing to have a crack at spy mastering yep. and giving um, uh, Goody Nesca Melgrazata, although it was her first, her horrible, horrible first name. Yep, that is pretty horrible. Uh, Svet- Svetlana calls her Zata, 
Um, no one else on the everyone else on the council calls her Goody Miska. Yeah, as do I. And, and the impression you've generally taken away is that calling her Zata would probably get you slapped. Yeah, yeah, no, the um, Kalon doesn't feel any need to put the relationship on a more informal level. No, that's fine. Um, no, I will um, go see. Um, I will thank Svetlana and then go see Goody Miska one more time and do some fence mending. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I talked things over with Svetlana and she se- seems happy. I think um, if you're both alright with it, um, swapping over your roles would be a good trial period. I'm sorry for... I just want to make it clear. It's not that I think you've been doing a poor job with the spy master role. I'm just aware it's not a, that great a fit for your natural talents. And you did only take it on as a favour to me in the first place. I apologise if my um, lack of preparation led you to um, feel I was insulting you. I am aware that men are not as skilled at communication as as women. Certainly I'm not. uh, Fairly well known. My gifts lie in other areas. I'm very sorry if I offended you. I have been offended before, hold it. (laughs) She's still pissed at me, but that's fine then. She's pissed at me yeah, most of the but, time. But you're, you're welcome to give me another six motive check. Yep. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, um, so the, the impression you will take away is she she's a bit prickly about this and is probably going to be for, you know, several days to several weeks after the fact. The yep. whole thing. Um, for, for the most part, she's, she's happy to let it go. It's more the immediacy yep. of it than any horrible permanent rift you thing. Yeah. But she doesn't generally think the world of you less based on anything you've done to her and more who and what you are style yeah. thing. But she, she kind of already didn't think very much of me, you yeah. know, when she first met me, yeah. and you know, she clearly has only lowered their face. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, <laughs> maybe I'll improve over time. Yeah. All right. So you wish to do that? Yep, so that's, um, that, well, that's not my first choice option, but that's the one I'm evidently stuck with. <laughs> you can do whatever you like. Yeah. You're the king. Yeah, no, that's alright. Um, if I'd realised that um, I wasn't going to be able, if I'd realised that um, putting her up there means I wasn't going to be able to get rid of her again, I'd have thought harder before doing it. But it really depends on the person. Yeah. And what you're offering them and that kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. The um, I'll hope for the best. Show you that Gregory, if you'd appointed him as a councillor, would have been quite happy to shift into any roles. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he would have. <laughs> oh, I could anything be to king. Work, anything to work, anything to work, uh, prevent me from working out what he was doing behind the back. <laughs> anyway. Yep. No, that's all right. I um. I so take my medicine. Is is your intent to basically do that during this kingdom turn and um, brief people about it in your council meeting? Or, yeah, um, um, yeah. The basically the gist is because one of the things I want to talk about is our intelligence info. Mm-hmm. So basically, I will ask both Svetlana and um, Goody Neska to work closely with each other over this month. Yeah. As they're essentially going to be changing portfolios. Yeah, yeah they're and doing hand-off with each other. And yeah. That the, the, makes, the, makes sense. Essentially to kind of dual role the, their, their ro- both their roles this month until they, each person gets settled in their new roles. Mm-hmm. 
all all makes sense as far as it goes. Cool. Um, so yes, my my question was whether you're queuing your other counsellors to that or telling them at the meeting or whatever. Um, the um, I will um go off and have a private vent to Michaela about the whole business mm-hmm. and um, tell her privately that um. You know, if I'd realised that it was going to be that I, I didn't, I didn't plan well for it, and the whole thing's a mess. And if I'd realised it was going to be this much of a pain in the ass, I wouldn't have gotten myself into it in the first place. Welcome to politics and bravoy, my king. Yeah, it's just she's so. Imagine to give you another perspective, perhaps. Imagine if the twelve of us were to come to you and explain we didn't like the job you were doing as king, and would you kindly go away and become a mercenary again? Would you be inclined to simply nod, smile, and leave quietly? Well, no. But if I um, if I left the um, if the um, I left the job every time someone came up to me and told me I was doing a bad job as king, I'd have um, retired from mercenary work uh, uh, several uh, uh, about a year and a half ago. And there are times that it does sound damn tempting. Malgorazata is uh, certainly can have an abrasive personality at times, but um, she is uh, she is a person of import within our community now, for better or worse. She's a. It's just the main problem is I've got people coming up my ears for certain roles, and no one, nobody who's really found a niche for other things. I mean, I could. Um, easily find it, just walk out I've got another five counsellors I could um, slot in but um, I've yet to find anyone who finds this spy master an actual fit and it's fr- and there's plenty of people who'd like to try something and would probably do a good job at it but there's um, like I, I've got three or four people who'd be good high priests but John's actually doing a fine job whatever, whatever certain individuals say about him and it's it's just frustrating. Yeah, and and you'd pretty much be aware of um, immediately what the nature of that clash would be because George is a traditionalist, Aristotle, and, and she's and a, she's a left, high, high left wing yeah. feminist one. Yeah, yeah. So which they're, are not they're, they're not likely to violently disagree or. Um, it, it's one of those things like Catholics versus Protestants is a big deal. But on a very different scale, so Christians versus Muslims style of thing. Yeah, and I mean, so so as soon as another evil enemy church yeah. starts opposing them, the two of them had come together and kicked yeah. its ass. But just left to their own, they're going to disagree about nine out of ten matters of policy. Yes, but um, you know, I may not have thought through talking to Godinesca about this and prepared adequately for it. But I can work out that demoting John and putting her above him is a pretty unequivocal insult to John. Mm-hmm. And whether she thinks he'd be fine with it or not, I don't think he'd be fine with it. Uh, anyway, sorry if I made a botch of it. The um, I the I hope I've brushed through it as well as I can for the time being. But um, I'm not. Um, I'll just have to give a, this a good try and see. It's just that Svetlana's doing it such a damn fine job. We can only adapt. Adapt to and ride the, the winds of the political currents as they as they brush past us. There's every possibility that one, that one or the other of us 
maybe uh, arrested, killed, or any one of a dozen other things tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, you've oh. already switched a few councillors already for various... Uh, uh, yeah, for uh, circumstances de- demanded. Yeah, no, that's all right. Anyway, uh, the truth is I just feel... Um, uh, I just feel tense about the Spymaster thing because the second I um, send um, my Spymaster off to um, bury Candlemere, um, some, uh, another, uh, another agent sends, that into my, sends um, foreign spies into my kingdom. I'll certainly bear that in mind for the future. But are. then, which... The whole point is, if any of the, the 12 of you's roles were expendable, I wouldn't need to be having someone doing that. If you're looking for an expert professional, there is always the possibility of hiring in from outside. No, I've got pe- I've got more... I've got more pe- talented people than I've got roles to fill as it is. Yeah. It's essentially, if you want a specific sort of person yeah. to spy master, you can actually go looking for one. Yeah. Outside of the realms of people you happen to bump into in the wilderness style of thing. Yeah. No, that's all right. If you just do that thing where you smile and act like everything's okay when I'm clearly making a botch of things, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> of course, Your Majesty. Smiles and smiles. <laughs> all right. And then, you know... Probably the next day, after Callan's had some time to recover, mm-hmm. he will call the general council meeting that he was planning on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to, you know, we'll explain that we're trying changing portfolios with that Svetlana and Goody Nesker have agreed to try changing portfolios. Yep. Um, and... Sit Yep. One of the, I'm going to make one of these and I'm going to figure out what's going on. It's 18. Okay. Um, so Akaros initially seems seems relatively unhappy with Svetlana being moved out of Counselor until until you then register that she's going to become Spymaster and keep appearing at the meetings anyway. Ah, yeah. His motivations for such are pretty pretty transparent. Ah, yes. It really is just you know wait the hot blonde's leaving the table. Yeah. Wait, that's bullshit. Oh wait, she's coming back. Yeah. Um, Jordan attempts to hide it but doesn't seem compellingly thrilled that Goody Niska is going to be the, the will of the people style of thing. Yeah. Um, and the rest of them varyingly give no shit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I think the um, John and Goody Niska are perhaps not ideal joint counsellors but you know, fucking Keston and um, Akaros were at each other's throats where I appointed both of them mm. and they have managed... Although I did make a point of not putting Svetlana on the table and Kulth Kressel had left the table, <laughs> given the history there. So, but but no, certainly nobody has a screaming yeah. objection and breakdown in the middle of your council meeting. Yeah, no, that's fine. Anyway, to be honest, you know, whether or not I put her in the councillor role, Goodiness is probably going to be telling me and John what we should be doing to an extent anyway. And then Svetlana will stand up and say, yes, uh... I have been working very closely with Zata and dealing with her latest information. This is what we have on, on the movements and capacities of Hagrota. Blah! Gives off the yeah. information that you already know. Yeah. So there's two immediate... There's um, an immediate and a longer term threat to the kingdom. The immediate is, of course, the presence of Hagrota's spy master somewhere within the kingdom. If the two of you can do your best to track down um, what he's up to, 
I'm aware I've made a bit of a tactical error leaving a vacancy for him by sending Goody Niskaros to supervise Candlemere. Do we have any knowledge of what he is? Presumably not. Uh, uh, presumably not. Looks around the table, just lets the human trail off without expression. I think... Uh, uh, presumably a troll? Or... I... But Tartok was not. I can't imagine, except that... I really firmly believe Hogrolka, regardless of the advantages, would not hire a human for this role. Uh, There are a number of ways from someone from the uh, less human races to blend in into the kingdom. But um, I don't... um, To be honest, Tartuk would actually have been a great uh, choice. As outwardly a kobold, he could fit in with our citizenry in a way that a troll has some fairly obvious disadvantages. He was bright purple, though. Yeah, that, that. Uh, yeah yes. um, but I would presume whoever it is... I mean, he's got he's pretty bright for a troll. If it is a troll, he's presumably found someone who's got some kind of magical means of disguising themselves, because your troll yeah, spy yeah. master yeah. is going to be it. Michaela will sort of raise her hand slightly, and she says, It is possible between a combination of magics and mundane talent and disguising that a troll could infiltrate as merely someone of large human size. It is a matter of body language, perception, and illusion helps. Why, were I inclined to put my talents to it, I myself could impersonate a troll with some degree of accuracy despite the relative lack of size. Good to know. In any case, the... And, yes, I do know how this interacts with disguise. It's a minus ten penalty to your disguise check to save size categories. Yep. But Michaela can genuinely disguise herself as a troll, which I imagine is getting, like, an exoskeleton style of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the... We have to assume that the individual in question has some way of disguising themselves, or that he's recruited some someone that, um from a race that would be able to pass in the community. But I really... The the racism seems to go pretty deep with him. I don't think he'd be prepared to compromise on that. Well, I will certainly devote our resources to keeping a lookout for this guy. I, I, I'm not expecting Im- immediate success. I mean, the it's a, it's a needle in a haystack sort of job, but we do need to keep an eye out. But longer term, regardless of our success... And we can certainly keep a watch out for any trouble that suspiciously traceless trouble that's turning up. But regardless, what we need to think about is Hugrolka generally. He effectively has access to three armies, the two troll armies and the lizardfolk armies. Mm, and, and we have only one. We do have a good handle on his position now, which is very helpful. What we need, to, what I want us to think about is what we ne- would need militarily to defend the kingdom and what we'd need to take the fight to him. The, I'd be perfectly happy to build our, put more of our resources into peaceful building if we didn't have enemies, but we're going to need to concentrate more on the. We've had the luxury of not concentrating much on the military while we've built the kingdom, but it's not something that's going to pertain from now on. He's waiting for the moment when we appear we, he's strong enough and we're weak enough to invade. Obviously he doesn't think that moment's come, but from our intelligence, that's all he's looking for. He's not focusing on anything else except military preparedness. If we're going to match him, we're going to have to put some more resources into the military. 
and what I need is your assessment on what that would take. Admiral stands up. Well, this looks like about my bag. Uh, for starters, taking the flight to them is always easier than, than having the or always harder than having the flight brought to us. Even if a Grok is incredibly disorganized, he'll have at the least built some basic buildings, walls, rudimentary defenses. Thorn Elk's, Elk's rest isn't Elk's rest isn't heavily defended, but we've at least got a watchtower. We've at least got a watchtower to keep an eye out. Some basic defensive modifiers. If you're wondering why Hagrolka hasn't come in and stomped us with his armies, well, there's one of your reasons. It's a lot harder to take a city than it is to defend one. Something we something we ought to keep in mind. Now, if we merely want if we merely want to continue building up our defenses, will make us will will make us a lot stronger based on the size of the army and the, the people, the resources you describe. If we want to take the fight to him, we'll probably need more than what we'll, we'll probably need more than what we've got. At least another army of that size. Interesting. As well, if we considered building more libraries and and uh, Arcanus towers and that sort of thing, we could introduce other alternate methods of fighting rather than just spears and weapons. Spears and weapons work fine. Uh, well, see, fundamentally, trolls regenerate unless they're killed specifically by fire or acid. So you will find that, um, in fact, spears will not do fire. Well, once they're down, we'll burn them. <laughs> yes, that that will work. Uh, essentially, literally, an army that is largely comprised of trolls will have regenerative powers. Uh, yeah, you are still capable of killing them with your regular army because, the same way Caleb would kill them, you'd, you'd yeah. beat the troll unconscious, essentially, then set it on fire. But the thing is... But if you have an army that can actually produce fire in mass, then it negates that ability. Yeah, because the thing with the regenerative army is that normal army damage, you take some damage, they take some damage, you take some damage, they wear them down. You wear them down. The troll regeneration presumably wouldn't be all the damage you could deal them in a round. No, no, quite, quite significantly not. But the thing is... It, it certainly would make at, even if it's at one the hit point. Of army hit points you're talking about it would actually be a very low level of hit points. Yeah, but even if it's one around, that still makes it quite hard to wear them down. Yeah. Okay, so this is obviously the, the initial layouts and character, but what I'm actually looking for is some takes from the GM on the army rules and that kind of thing. Yep. So I mean, I'm aware that I've got a defensive bonus of two in each city, and I'm aware that I've got a barracks and one army in it. Yep. But so, I know for a fact that he's got two troll armies and one lizard folk army. Okay. So for starters, the the army of Hagrolkers that you have seen, um, the the outfit that were out marching around essentially, yeah. look about and even fight for what you've got. Yeah. It would come down to you know a bit of luck and strategy. Yeah. And probably fall slightly in the trolls' favour because their innate racial abilities are just better than yours. Yeah. Um. But Akaros's opinion is basically that if they were capable of coming up here and just kicking it, your ass is guaranteed that have probably done it. Yeah, that's my opinion as well. Um, assuming that, um, assuming that Hadrolka knows where your kingdom is, where your capital city is, and how oh, yes, your army resources see. are, and all that kind of thing. So there's which the, he may not too. Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily have. I mean, I would have thought Elksrist is pretty obvious, but I suppose that they can't necessarily yeah, but, wander up north and just. Poke but it. so is his kingdom in the sense that when you walked through the hex and explored it, you found it. 
I suppose you seen any trolls wandering around else. Yeah, I, I certainly don't know what his defense bonus is. If he's got an actual spy master sitting here living in your capital city somewhere, then he probably knows. On the other hand, the um, he got the lizard folk as allies, and they actually assaulted Alexstrasz. Yes, so okay. they know where it is. <laughs> Um, Tristan will sort of discuss through some of the sheer logistics of keeping a troll troll army like that fed, i.e. Yeah. the consumption of where's it coming from. Yeah. Because the Grok is presumably not, hasn't got a lot of libraries to boost his economy score. Yeah, that's very true. He do, he can't. He may not be able to feed the army, um, his army. Oh, of course, I've been feeling very threatened because he's got three armies, but if he activates them all, he has to feed them all. Correct. Right, that's comforting. So, so there's there's a couple of things. The, the the grand suggestions here are the general assessment is if if Hagrocker was capable of just obliterating you militarily, he yeah. probably would have done it by now. Yeah. Um, that said, you know he may have other pressures on him. If he has to keep armies because he's been attacked from the south, yeah, then he can't spare everyone to go and kill you. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and if he he may not. That may not be based on our active CR as opposed to what he thinks our CR building, is. Building a sufficiently large number of armies on your part would probably solve this problem. You know, yeah. If you throw endless resources into it and build enormous armies, you yeah. can go down and crush them. The problem is, of course, you don't have endless resources. Yeah. Uh, the, the other alternatives that will be proposed to you by various people... Um, Tristan will suggest that, you know, diplomacy is an option with the various other yeah. monstrous races he may have at his command. Um... Yeah, Chief Sootscales is the ruthless little bastard that will suggest this, is going down, finding out what supports their city and burning it to the ground. Yeah. Like, they must have, you know, farms or that sort of thing. You've, yeah. heard, about, you've heard about having human slaves and things. Yeah. Uh, cut off their logistics and their kingdom will either be forced to fight you or functionally collapse. Yeah. So those are probably the three options that are presented. Win militarily, win diplomatically, or win logistically. Yeah. I mean, everyone will pretty much agree that the, if you, the more information you have about what sort of areas down there and how many trolls he's got in it and blah, 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 the better off you'll be. Yeah. But I mean, the key nobody's th- exactly advocating run down there and see. Yeah, I think the if we keep building up military, we're not currently in a position. We're not currently in a position to take the fight to him. If we keep building up militarily and building the strength of the kingdom, we can at least maintain a position where we should be able to at least maintain a position where he'll pay a lot if he tries to take the fight to us, and hopefully get in front of him. So we are in a position to take the fight to him. Diplomacy-wise, I'd be very happy if we could um, detach the lizard folk from him. I don't see diplomacy succeeding with Grolka directly, although I'm certainly happy to give it a go. And the the other one that Michaela will float is, I do not like this option, but if necessary, we could call upon our our neighbours for more resource to oppose this threat. I'm sure the vast majority of them would rather have our kingdom here in place of a troll in place of a troll kingdom. But and if we're desperate, and if we're in a desperate pickle, we can keep that in mind. But I don't think we're in a position where we necessarily want kind of to take on that degree of obligation yeah. unless we really a- have to. Agarov sort of pulls the map out and points at various places as we think about this and points out, well, 
you know, Vaughn's the likeliest to want to help us, but the least likely to be able. Yeah. Um, also, you you pretty much functionally have to return the favor and join his war oh, against yeah, the centaurs. Which, which at which point it's no net bet. Drayliv actually almost certainly has good resources to supply against this, and you know would doubtlessly screw you horribly in some fashion, either openly or secretly. I, I'm sure if I offered him a trade of one kingdom hex per month in exchange for it, he could get, give me all the military resources I want. Um, Pytax would have no real interest. The yeah. kingdom is far enough away that the trolls aren't threatening them in any meaningful capacity. Yeah. Um, and Mivon, which is actually below the bottom of your hexes, yeah. um, actually would have an interest in stopping Hagrog there. It's just a question of... Um, like at that point they're functionally invading land that legally belongs to you yeah. with their armies so it's a question of what they'll ask for it and what uh, yeah I mean the, the logical thing would be to then give them some of the land in question yeah. given that we've demonstrated our inability to maintain it no I I, I think we'll manage our own for the but, time but it is an option on the table yeah. you don't have to take it by any means so um questions about army building yep um are they, like, at present, I can't have any more armies because I've got no place to put them. Kingdom and army rules? Army rules, specifically. Yep. I really need the kingdom ones. Because I have one barracks and it's got an army that's as big as it will fit in the barracks. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're fundamentally correct on that, but, um... So, an active army, you can have as many of them yep. as you can physically support. Yeah. Because they're not living in a barracks, they're out and about wandering the community. Yeah. They're literally living outside of your city yep. in tents and things. So, it, yes, your, um, your, your problem is that you don't have enough space to hold multiple inactive armies. Because... You need more barracks or castles or garrisons or things. So, um... What were the buildings that could house armies? Uh, what, and, so, an, an active army is operating in the field. It's yeah. actively out doing things. It needs nowhere to live. Yeah. But it costs you consumption every week. Um, an inactive army costs you consumption every month. Uh, and a small one is held in a watchtower, a medium one in a barracks, a large one in a castle, a huge one in a garrison. Yeah. So, is the castle actually going to run to... 54 build points, yeah. Um, and a reserve army is um, yeah. not, not terribly practical for what you're talking about here. So, essentially, you would need to build more buildings to house your armies if you wanted to hold multiple inactive ones. Yeah. Um, if you want more options of armies available to you, you need more buildings again. Yeah. Are there specific concepts about what I need, or do I need to build the buildings and find out? Style? Uh, you need to build the buildings to find out, but generally speaking, like, magically, if you want magic-y bits in your armies, you need more magic stuff. If you want um, bizarre races in your army, then you need to actually join bizarre races up to your kingdoms like the kobolds and things. Yeah, because the kobolds give me an army with a potential option for an army with dark vision, eh? Yes. Hang on. So, sorry, what size army can you hold a garrison? Can you hold in a garrison? That was a large army. 
Uh, that was a huge army. Wow, so that's a lot cheaper than a castle, presumably because a castle... Be- because what a garrison holds is your army. It's what a castle holds is all the people that live in your castle. Yeah, yeah, so that's the, it's like a barracks versus a watchtower. A yeah. barracks, a watchtower does a lot more for its build points, but it holds a titchier army. Yeah. Right, cool, what, okay. what your garrison does is it's literally a huge fort that holds an army. Cool, okay. Well, that's worth bearing in mind. Because at that point you're talking about something that will hold 500 yep. know, soldiers kind of thing. Whereas what a castle actually holds is rather than necessarily its army, more the castle guards and militia and watch and that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, so my what are my, what are my councillors' immediate recommendations given our current status for boosting our kingdom's defences? Like the ones that have strong opinions, not necessarily all 12 of them. What does Akros think we should do? What does Tristram think we should do? Okay. Um, Akros, with the assessment you have of him that he's very gung-ho, let's yeah. go fight things, is basically build a bunch of active armies and go down there and kill the shit out of them as fast as possible. Right, yeah. Um, if you don't want to do that, which he's perfectly yeah. happy with as an alternative plan, uh, and you just want to turtle up and build more buildings that will give you defences... Yeah. Rather than necessarily building more armies. Okay, that's interesting. So the the because the if I only have one army and he sends three up here, yeah, aren't I going to be at a massive disadvantage? Well, they'll certainly attack you multiple times in, yeah. in a round. It's essentially it, it's essentially it's kind of a turtle PC. You build your AC so high that you can't be hit. But the conception with an active versus an inactive army, I think I've lost track. Of, I've lost track of this. Is I could make an army when I get word Hagrokka is coming that I wouldn't have any place to put I could make it, you know, I, they wouldn't retain tactics or whatever, but I could make an emergent, I could make an emergency army that month if I wanted more than one army. Yes, if you get enough warning. Yeah. Um, the, the problem is you need to run a full month kingdom cycle to actually build your army yeah, in the first right. place. That's, that's the thing I, I need to remember. Um, the other one that you're looking at is a mercenary army, yeah. which costs you triple what anything else will, but it, but forms immediately. Yeah. That's, holy shit, he's marching on our kingdom, we need more people, yeah. by mercenaries. Yeah. They okay. just turn up fully armed, armoured, trained, sure. ready to go. So the thing is, if you're prepared to throw sufficient build points at it, you could hire five mercenary armies, march down there and kill, him, kill kick his ass today. Yep. But it would be a hideous number of build points. Yeah, so a mercenary army to go with your existing, that, that's of the same quality as your existing one, yeah. uh, would cost you 12 build points a month yeah. to run, essentially. Yeah. And you can go into debt to your neighbouring kingdoms for that, which is a yeah. lot less on the nose than calling on their armies directly. Yeah. Because, indeed... Um, yeah. Few, if any, kingdoms are going to buy into the argument of we'd like your army to come in and kick our enemies' asses, then just leave again and give us the land that we can't hold. Yeah. No, no, I didn't think that was a very plausible plan. Yes, no. But that's interesting. So his theory is either start up active armies or 
um, build buildings with defensive values. Yeah. Although buildings with defensive value, values can house armies, it's not necessarily a... Yes, uh, but, but because you can stack them... I certainly won't say forever, because if you build 60 watchtowers, eventually I'll just say the defense bonus is now meaningless. Yeah. You know, it no longer adds any more, because 60 watchtowers is not significantly better than 59. Yeah. No, that's fine. And we do have a road between Thorgotch and Elkrest. We can get the army from one to the other relatively quickly if he wants to try assaulting one versus the other. Yeah. Um, uh, Goody Niska is, is pretty much on board with the defensive side of that plan. She's not so certainly not strongly advocating one way or yeah. the other, but that's her opinion. Yeah. Um, Uh, Chief Slitscales and Bryn are both of the opinion of go down there um, and start guerrilla warfaring them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, go down there, work out where the supply lines are, cut them off, uh, you know, assassinate Hagrolka, that kind of thing. Yeah. And Cal will mention that it's occurred to him he could go down there and challenge Hagrolka through a duel. It's not a one man duel at some point, it's not entirely certain that Hagrolka would turn him down. You could. You're so inclined. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Tr- Tristram will Tristram will push for either um, a diplomatic solution with the other monsters, yeah, um, or um, going down the heavy magic route of trying to build alternate armies, yeah, starting with your casters' towers and your academies. And so, things. what specific what specific building would he recommend as a route to that? Uh, what it would be his fir- what would be his first build? Uh, buildings build, it's build. Yep, yeah, you want this? No, I'm looking for the GM one. Okay. Uh, that that would be at a minimum a caster's tower, but he thinks you might be better with an academy. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Um, yeah, there's, the trick is there's no real cheap magic building. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, it is neither cheap nor easy to produce you know, vast hordes of well-defended kingdom. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, alright, and, um, the... Yeah, well, I mean, if I built an academy and a castle, my kingdom would automatically be way better defended. And if I had a hundred build points, then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite happy to move with that. No, that's all good. That's really help. That's actually really helpful. Um, the last question was... Is there anything that I, that's on my current list of army improvements that would help me against, that would particularly help me against trolls? Like it, it was buying magic, was it buying magic weapons for my? Is there any like can I buy them all? Alchemist's fire. Is there a specific improvement I can buy that an anti-troll improvement I can buy for an army? Uh, not that you have access to at this yeah. point. Yeah, so that's the I need ma- I need mages to I need potentially mages to give me more magic options. Or, or, e- even, or uh, even the alchemist's fire thing is beyond your current resource at army level. Ah, uh, because you're talking about more than alchemist. <laughs> you're, you're talking about more than just giving every one of your fifty soldiers a single wild alchemist fire and hoping they use it at the right time. Yeah, yeah. You need each of them armed with you know a dozen vials, kind of thing. Okay, that's worth knowing. So if I build alchemists and herbalists and casters' powers and things. Additionally, to magic item slots, that might give me more kingdom. That might give me up possible more army access, resources. access to more army improvements. Quite possible. Cool. 
Yeah, I'm not saying specifically yeah. tell me which buildings, but there are buildings that would give me army improvements. Yeah. Oh, and um, as a concept on that line, if you want to go and take the fight to Hagrokka's city, yeah, um, then siege engines are the thing you want yeah. for that. Yeah, because they're designed to beat your defense value down. Yeah. You also haven't seen any amongst Tegrolka's army that he had out in the field. He certainly yep. didn't have any catapults or battering rams or anything like that. Yeah. But, you know, they may be at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All good. Yes. Alright, um, so do we want to go ahead and have the kingdom turn? By all means. Cool. Right in the way. Various bits of kingdom paper. I know it's horrendously complicated. No, that's fine. The um, I've gotten to the point where I have a fair understanding of um, what I'm doing with what I want to do with the kingdom. I just needed a better understanding of what I'm doing with actually having army improvements. It does seem like having more than one army would be a valuable contribution, but I can definitely see the thing of defense buildings as defense buildings. Okay, sweet. So, there we are. Alright, so I had one rest point already. Okay, but let's work through this as we go. Okay, um, so let's start it on the kingdom turn. Oh, um, yep, no, I've got I can turn over the page. Just checking, I've got some place to make notes. Yep, all good. Okay. So your kingdom turn begins. Yep. Uh, check stability. Yes. Stat sheet. Stat sheet. Sweet. one. I make it. So, re- reduce your unrest by one? Yep, that takes care of my existing point of unrest. Yep. Take consumption. Yep. Uh, five, sweet. Yep. Feel like it that you go in spots? I've got two vacant magic item slots. What's that? Both miners, I assume? Uh, I only have miners. Yep. Um, so, I have... Um, the temple has a... Um, Potion of a large person at present. Yep. So, you receive a plus one heavy shield. Interesting. From the, um, does it matter which one it's from? Not really, no. Cool, okay, You're welcome to define it how you like. From the temple. <laughs> um, and a scroll of bear's endurance. Ooh. Okay, and I can get rid of one of these things. Yep. Um, okay, does... Mm. Nobody wants them. Okay. Um, the scroll is actually a scroll. You need to cast it. Yeah. Um, 
Did anyone want... I think somebody was interested in the potion of a large person but didn't have the money for it. But possibly no one was interested in it. I think people were vaguely interested in it. Yeah, no one's desperately interested. That's right. Um, I think the... I will endeavour to get rid of the heavy shield because the other two are at least vaguely interesting. Yep. I make my economy check. And away it goes. Sweet. Okay. Assume you don't want to poke at the rest of them? Uh, no, not at this time. Yep. Uh, Caelan doesn't really want to buy a scroll of Bear's Endurance because yep. he can't cast it, so... Yeah, so fill back magic item slots, um, modify and rest is not a thing. No, I don't currently um, have any, so I actually can't. Change leadership. Yes, and we swap Goody Nisker and... So... How bad could it be? Could be very bad. Alright, for starters, I get a point of unrest. Yep. Uh, then, uh, Jod will actually approach you after your council meeting, which, which I forgot to do to have a quiet word about this. Yes. Which we can do on or off screen as you like. He's um, essentially had a complaint about putting Goody Nesca as the councillor. Yeah, um, I'm happy to. Uh, I'm happy to do it on screen in terms of hearing him out. He he says. He approaches you literally, sort of right after the meeting. Yeah. Uh, Kaylin, I didn't want to say anything in front of everyone, but are you? Oh dear. Um, Great Nisker, I have had some uh, religious and personal disagreements. Uh, Perhaps not coming from an entirely objective position here, but um, I'm not sure she's suited for the role of counsellor. It'll... um, I'm not certain either. I'm going to give her a chance to see how she does in the role, but um, the... It's um, being pointed out to me that um, it was uncivil to ask her on to the council and then try to shuffle her off it. It's, um, and at present I'm content with most people in the roles they're in, whereas um, Spymaster is something I'm still struggling to find someone who's comfortable in it. Well, it certainly wouldn't be the decision I would make, but, but I will, of course, uh, support you as best I can. I appreciate that. If you, I, I realise the two of you have some personal and religious disagreements. If you can do your best to get on with each other, we'll give it a try and see and see how it goes. Okay. And then you shift people around. You gain unrest. Yep, I gained unrest. Um, so. Spy master swap. Who do you want first, your counselor or your spy master? Um, Councillor is further up the page. Okay, so Goody Niska is adding that to Let's just find. Um, so you will find when she gets in the role um, 
She she may not be terribly personable in the sense that um, a lot I of people enjoy talking to A lot of people her. like and bond with her. But there's no denying that people do what she tells them. Yeah. Um, in a role, the the counselor is a much more authoritarian position than the spy master. She's essentially solving a lot of little problems before they get to you. You know, this guy's building his fence over my land. No, no, he's building his land over my fence style of thing. The counselor doesn't need to drag the king into yeah, every little dispute style of thing. You're the higher authority that yeah. can appeal to you too, but. Um, Several of those appeals just drop off your plate altogether. Yeah. Uh, Goody Nesca appears to be very good and efficient at telling people what they should do and how they should do it. Uh, adding a plus four modifier to your stat. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. All is forgiven. I'm, um, that, that does take, change my perspective on this. Alright. How does Svetlana find the, um, hot potato roll of Spymaster? Uh, she works diligently at it. Yep. Um, it is less um, person-focused than the counsellor role. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, she is adding a plus one bonus to this. Sweet. That is as good as anyone has ever done. <laughs> yes, it's, it's pretty clearly not her natural talent, yep. but she is bright, she does work at it. Yep. Alright, I'm going to assign, now that I have a modifier, I'm going to assign that modifier to stability. Yep, fair enough. Okay, so my loyalty and stability both rise by one. There we are. So yes, um, Kaelin will come see her point um, personally at some point late in the month where it's clear how she's doing and make it clear that she is making a valuable contribution. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. that um, no one has found Spymaster a natural fit and yep. that um, what she's doing is making a real difference. Several people will complain uh, uh, respectively about... Um, a left-wing Aristalian fill, filling the role of counsellor yeah. and thus failing to represent the religious nature of the community properly. Yeah. Um, a midwife for having insufficient training and qualifications to do it. Yeah. And Goody Niska for just yeah. generally being, you know, yeah. a, a sort of very um, opinionated, strongly opinionated person. The impression you get is, you know, she's not listening to us. She just tells us we should do it this way. Is she right? Well, yes. Yeah, that's but actually that's actually almost exactly what Kaylin was going to say to Michaela. Is it, it's not actually that she's necessarily wrong. It's that she's right in a really annoying way. Also, privately congratulate you know some time later, very near the end of the month, congratulate Goody Nesca on the great job she's doing as counsellor. I find this rather enjoyable. The people I'm dealing with are much more focused than your spies. Um, and it's it's a mysterious thing, but. It seems like the the number of people who are coming to me with persnickety little objections has dropped way down. That is my job to manage such things on your behalf. <laughs> okay, yes. So that's a that's a net yep. positive on average, and it's not like and Switzerland is still involved yep. in claiming abandoned hexes. Yes. Um. 
Alright. No, that's cool. I know what I'm doing. I am not planning hexes. I want to, but I am extremely poor and can only afford to buy small amounts of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. You do not plan hexes? Yep. No problem. Um, are you building things? Ter- I am building buildings, not terrain improvements. Yep. What are you building? I'm building a hot egg layer. Okay. So I... Minus six... Minus six build points? Yep. Yeah. So you get a nice ranger, class level ranger with skill focus, handle animal, yeah. animal affinity, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm sure there's a guy out there who's you know really excited to handle animals. Well, also like really excited to hear that we have an actual <laughs> yes. podag and he can become a close personal friend. Yes. So probably he, he has that kind of expression. He gives you um, he gives you several dozen fairly exacting requirements about how big you'll need this building to be. Yeah. It's larger than you'd um, necessarily... Um, than, than it needs to be at present. Yeah. It's future-proofing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to rebuild, we don't want to rebuild um, it. He says you want enough room inside to exercise the hodag without having to take it out of the building and into the fields. Because yeah, I'm sure even the most expertly trained animal can be set off if yeah. people throw rocks at it. Style thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm really good with not exercising um, the hodag outside. And as the hodag sort of starts to hatch and things, you've got this big arena set up, you've got the trainer set up on a full-time job in it, um, and people seem generally very interested in this. So this is a two-square building. Yep. Because it is substantively larger than it needs to be. Yep. That's cool. I can, um, so it does, I presume it doesn't need houses. It does not, no. Yep, cool. Uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, there's, there's literally, you know, like, probably one guy employed there as the trainer, maybe two or three as... You know, stable hands and muckers and that kind of thing. No, that's fine. I'm putting it on a bo- on an exterior border of the city. Yeah, by all means. <laughs> um, so we can take it out. <laughs> At least for the moment. So. Oh, I love you, Mr. Luke. Um, your hodag lair, uh, it... It doesn't quite at the moment, but we'll eventually hold a trained fighting hodag. Awesome. Um, that, uh, among other things, this will actually draw a bunch of tourists to your city. Yeah, because we have a legendary monster. Yeah, it is a point of national pride that you yep. have your own personal hodag. I can see why. Um, and it is useful to your city. Um, so. You get a plus two defense modifier. Score. Because when you fight here, the Hodag will come out and fight with you. Yeah. It's essentially, it, it's trained to do that sort of thing, but not necessarily go on campaign. Or yeah, you know, the, the um, you know, feeding it is, the, the food that we've organized is here. <laughs> um, you get plus two loyalty. Cool. And plus one economy. Awesome. You are welcome to notate those in your guide if you want to, but it is a unique building. You uh, can't build another one unless you find I, another hodag. I, I was just putting it on my notes yep. page. I think um, in the rare event that I find another hodag yeah. and can't remember what it does, yeah, I can't I, find I've my notes, notes page, I'll just ask you. That's right. Although, to be honest... The second hodag is unlikely to produce as much loyalty. Yeah, 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 no, like we're so much proud because we have two of the same rare mythical monster. Yeah, that's fine. 
Okay, that's awesome. So, um, I've actually, I thought this would happen. I've taken everybody's advice for turtling by building a better defense, a, a yep. better defense building. The, um, yep. Hodag Lair makes us safer. Yeah. Um, then you're on create settlements slash create armies. Yep, I'm not doing either. Okay, uh, change your edict levels, your promotions, taxation, etc. Et I, I, I still... Of course, it will certainly be bought up if you want to support an army, raise your taxes. Yeah, no, that's alright. I'll keep uh, it in mind as an emergency measure. Steal money from the kingdom, stick money back in the kingdom, Neither. buy magic items... Neither. Collect taxes. Wait, what's buy magic items? You buy the things out of your magic item slots. That's right, you do that at a different time. Yes. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, collect taxes. Specifically, there's a step in there called sell items for build points, where you can sell some of your treasure into build points, but it's the exact same thing as sticking money in, more yeah, or less. Yeah. Ooh, that was poor. Or rather, there's slightly more convoluted rules about whether you can sell the items in your settlement based on its gold values, which are pointless, because if you can sell the treasure somewhere else oh, and turn it into cash, you can turn it into cash and stick the cash in. Yep. Alright, the um, I roll extremely poorly on my economy check. I get yep. a two. However, yep. I'm not capable of failing my economy check at present, so... Yep. Still fail on a one. Yes, worth bearing in mind. Um, Alright, so... 33 divided by 3, isn't it? Is 11. Oh, it's 11. Yep, so... Nice and straightforward. Yeah, that's a good call. Before I got paid, it dropped down to one bill point in the treasury, hence the... Um, not spending all of it, but now it's a 15, which, if not super healthy, is at least adequate. Then, event step. Yes! What happens? Uh, can you roll me a stability check? Since you're putting your dice away, are we stopping? No, no, I'm, um, I'm just doing sweet. Fair enough, but pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I make it. Okay. So, things happen... Uh, for starters, um, um, the temple of um, what? Well, not the temple. The um, temple. The temple of the elk that's there. Yeah. Yep. The temple over no. here. Um, but breaks out in this breaks out in this beautiful bloom over the month of quite rare and beautiful wildflowers spreading all the way across the stone, turning it from a stone monument into a um, into a wildflower covered one. Awesome. Um, this is taken as a sign of Aristotle's blessing, which both Jod and Goody Niska claim, claim respectively the um, the credit for. Yeah. Um, and your citizens are, are filled with joy and you know work hard and all that sort of thing. Awesome. Uh, this is a bonus to, of plus four bonus on stability <laughs> checks until your next um, cool. turn is finished. Okay. That's the good news. Yep. Secondly. Yep. Multiple kingdom events. Yeah. Um, secondly, um, Michaela will approach you, and she says, "Ah, this is not perhaps entirely unexpected, but." unfortunate and she hands you a letter um, you have received several letters already from Sir Frederick March 
Yeah. Um, asking you politely to hand Akaroth over to his custody. Yeah. You know, he's offered several different working solutions. <laughs> You've more or less told him to screw off multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Like very politely. politely. Um, at this point, you have received a letter from the Church of Aristotle. Yeah. Formerly, like one of their very high deacons up in Brevoort. Yeah. Um, stating that, you know, they have heard of Sir March's case and, um, you know, uh, must must regrettably dismiss it. They apologise if you know he has been bothering you, style of thing, and you will receive no further communiques along this line. Um, so almost simultaneously to this, yep. you get another letter from the High Lords of Brevoy. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the Church of Aristotle one says the Church of Aristotle essentially um, d- disapproves of your decision, but formally accepts it. This yep. is your notification. Simultaneously, you get one from the High Lords of Brevoy, congratulating you on the prospering of your kingdom, the fine work you have been doing, etc., yep. etc. They are very proud and happy with you. However, you know, owing to internal pressures, the weather, the turn of the economy, and the fact that your kingdom is now ready to stand on its own two feet style of thing, um, your bill point that you're receiving from them every month is cut off. Okay! Just like that. Alright. Um, does that apply to this kingdom turn or yes. this kingdom turn? Okay. Yes, you can. If you've received the bill point from it already, remove it. I shall. Mm-hmm. Like, some supplies come down, but they're nowhere near what you're used to getting. Yep, no, that's right. Um, and the Kaylee reading between the lines says, ah. Hmm, interesting. I suspect the Church of Aristotle has applied quiet pressure in the background to push this decision, but it was always coming sooner or later. We know that Brevoy is building towards a civil war. Of a sort. Because the because of the, the, the they're expect, I, I didn't remember it was necessarily going to lead to a civil war. Well, the, the essentially the, the Lord current Lord Regent is dead. Yeah. Um, there's lots of infighting about who the next Lord Regent is going to be. If it turns from politics to armies, it will become a civil war, so yeah. everyone's marshalling their resources, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, reading between the lines, Michaela takes this as, they were probably going to do this sooner or later, but the incident with Akaros and the Church of Aristotle provided a good excuse to do it now. Yeah. Without any... Um, Which suggests that there's... Diplomatic, further diplomatic bad blood, because now it's your fault instead of theirs. Ah, uh, yes, I see. So, instead of an attempt to get us to toe the line again, it's an excuse to do something they wanted to do anyway Correct. without getting them in trouble. Correct. Okay, They're well, not actually asking you to comply with this or we'll cut your money off. That would be a much more direct threat. Yeah, they're just um, casually cutting They're off. just casually cutting the money off and... And they don't say anything about it being the Church of Aristotle, but there's lots of internal religious pressures and things. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, that's fine. Well, it's a good thing that this didn't all blow up a year sooner, but as it is, um, one nice mi- one nice mine down in the hill- hells will replace what they will uh, more or less replace what they were giving us. And more expensive from our own bat, of course, but it's not like we can't manage. And the um, it's it's just as well that it's uh, it, it suggests it's not going necessarily going to be an ongoing relationship problem at least not at this stage. Um, no doubt the church will remain snippy. Uh, I mean the um, I'm still waiting for the um, order of the swallows twilight mess to come back on my head. They've been remarkably quiet, but that can't last forever. And I'm blown if I know what I can um, offer them that uh, is. is 
just like an irreplaceable temple. <laughs> it's just like an irreplaceable archaeological site. Um, the other one you have. It's actually four things happening here. My goodness. Um, is that that archaeological site, the Elven Ruin, you have. Yep. Um, if you so choose to, you can now turn it over to Jerobath. Yep. Um, as a part of her general agreement with her, you have kept yes. her appraised of it. And Tristan, yep. Tristan will probably take charge of sending her a letter saying, yep. we found XYZ and Q in it, yep. it reflects this style of blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, she is interested and will have it if you are making it available to her. Yep. Um... The our agreement was that she gets a year to survey all archaeological ruins before I can claim them. Yes, and then she gets one of them. Yes. So um, the, the the first part of this is: Are you finished with it? You know, have you sufficiently verified for your own interest that it is clear of monsters? You're not currently going back there to dig it up more, etc., etc., etc. Um. So basically, what I'll ask Tristram to convey to her is: On the one hand, yes, I have. Um, I am content for her to do an archaeological survey when she's ready. Yeah. However, in the immediate vicinity of it is an angry troll. Are two hostile yep. parties who have small armies yep. and not above enslaving humans and elves. She has um, that. Understands that. We'll take her chances. Okay. If she's all, if she's if she's on board to take the risk, she's welcome to begin surveying it. And if she wishes to select that as the that she's claiming she's welcome to notify me of that. Yep. It motivated me of her yep. interest at any time, at which point yep. she'll discuss it, but she yep. may want to hold off and see what else I find. Lady Jerobeth herself is not necessarily coming down at this stage, but she's yep. sending a team down to start excavations on it. Yep. So, you know, of course she says, like, it's fine, they'll take their chances. It's yeah, not like yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm paying them. It's, it's all good. On the other hand, you know, like... Because all the other, as um, the Order of the Silver Twilight pointed out, it's not like all the other architectural sites are completely free of trolls, monsters, and um, heavily armored traps. Mm-hmm. Archaeologists in the D&D universe have to be kind of badass. I mean, at least they know that there's trolls in the area. <laughs> um, and the last event for the turn yep. um, is there is a wrapping on your door. Um, in the in you know late evening, sort of five five o'clockish kind of yeah. early evening rather, um, and when you open it up, uh, because you still have no castle security or anything, people yeah. just come to your house and knock on the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, castles are expensive. Oleg is standing there. Oh, yep. Um, with a message in hand that is basically sealed with the royal stamp of the Kingdom of Stagthorn, which you've used on several occasions. Yep. So this is a sealed message from a councillor. Yeah. Um, and I have been directed to bring this to you like a common messenger. That seems inappropriate, um, but come on in. Hands it to you. Yep. You presumably break the yep. seal and read it. Um, and it says... It, it says very rapidly, "Your Majesty, come as, come come to Oleg's house as soon as po- come to Oleg's house as soon as possible. Um, tell them tell the messen- tell the messenger nothing. Tell the messenger nothing, but keep him out of your way. We believe we have captured. We we, we believe we are on the trail. Of, uh, no, I think we we believe we have 
uh, Hagrokus Spymaster, signed Melgarazata Niska and Svetlana Leviton. Right. Okay. Alright. Um, so, they want me to go back... I'm standing next to Oleg, and they want me to go back to Oleg's house without telling Oleg what I'm doing. Yeah, which is... They've presumably sent him with the message to get him out of the house. Right, okay. Because either they want to have a secret meeting with you in the house, or, you know, there's stuff in the house. Oh, okay. Or something. Uh, you can actually give me a hint check. What conclusions do you draw from this? Uh, 23. Okay, so there are three con- three obvious conclusions that would come to mind why they do this. One, um, they want to have a secret meeting with you in the house and they're getting all the out of the way. Yeah. But they could presumably come to your house for that. Yeah, and it seems like, and it doesn't do a great job getting Oleg out of the way because once he's delivered the message, he's presumably going to go back home. Um, Which now means I have to figure out where to get rid of him. Two, they want a secret meeting with you, and for whatever reason, it needs to be at Oleg's house because they've got evidence or a monster or whatever there. Uh, three Oleg's in, involved in this somewhere himself, whether he's actually a Grogg's spy master, or, you know, merely an unwitting pawn, or mind control, or something in that neighbourhood, and that's yeah. why it needs to go around him. Yeah. We can leave that there if you want to, or there can be another dramatic cliffhanger in another minute or two, <laughs> as you like. Uh, no, I think we'll leave that there because um, that's as good a stopping place as any, unless yep. you think the other dramatic cliffhanger is particularly good. I do think the other dramatic Okay, let, 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 then let's keep going for another two minutes and get us there. So, um, Oleg, I um, need to deal with this, and... It, Yes, of course. Um, I don't want to interfere in your official council business. He lost a bit unhappy. Yeah, I understand that you've been inconvenienced. As a personal favour to me, and I will... Um, could you um, check that the um, dwarven brandy that um, Shump's serving is up to snuff? Right. Um, can you give me a bluff check? <laughs> I'm actually looking for diplomacy here. <laughs> no, it's it's really bluff. Okay. Trying to deliberately mislead him. Okay. Uh, yep. That's... You know, you're doing so in a friendly fashion. Yeah. Twenty-one. Okay. He looks at you for a moment, and I mean, you'll recall that he obviously knows this message has either come from Goody Niska or his wife or yeah. some combination of, because one of them would have given it to him. Yeah. Um, there's the whole thing with you and Svetlana. And, and you're like, I've yeah. got a message from her. You just, you, you piss off and go yeah. drink in the bar and I'll go see your wife. Yeah. Um, however, if he, if he, either his greed for the alcohol overwhelms that or he thinks better of you in the first place. Or yeah. Something that was, because he, he eyes you up for a moment at this, then nods and says, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll talk to him about it later, assuming it's yep. not, you know, go arrest Oleg for being an evil Grogle spy. Yeah. So um, I will, once he's gone, I will head straight over to Oleg's house. Yep. Um, you know, uh, pausing to, pausing briefly to actually change into my armour. Yeah, yeah, I assume. Yeah. Given the, the nature of the message they sent, yeah. you probably armour up and things. Um, 
you dress you you dress dress and weapon and armor up gear yeah. up um, head there you knock on the door and you hear a call from inside from the line Tobias get the door and the door opens um, their, their kid opens the door he's you know toddling opening doors etc etc yes approaching a year old at this point as yeah. you understand so it's, yeah. it's comparatively impressive yeah um, and he looks up at you Kaylin hello mama points at one of the other rooms okay you go inside you go that way I go this yeah. way he potters off and out yep. and starts playing with some brightly coloured yeah and then and then I go in yeah he actually shuts the door behind you again yeah I shut the door behind me I, I make certain he's inside and then I shut the door so he can't wander yep. out into the street um you head down to what must be what what must presumably be Svetlana and Oli's bedroom um the door is shut you presumably knock yep. on it um I will actually knock on it. It's Kaylin on the basis that they need to know that it that they need to know that. Good. Come in. We have some new evidence about the Grokka's spy master. But you're not going to like it. There's trouble afoot. But I think we've taken uh, but there's trouble afoot. But I think we've taken care of it now. And Goody Niska opens the door and inside the room you can see Svetlana is in there, Goody Niska is in there. And Pearl Abish is in there in a cage on the bed. Ooh! Dun dun dun! dun. Oh, I don't approve! I don't want that to be true. Okay, on Lavish? Pearl Abish sort of shrinks in on himself a little bit puts his little fairy dragon wings over his eyes, turns slowly blue, and then disappears. <laughs> okay, I um, climb, come down the stairs and um, take a look at the cage. Does it look like he could have gotten out of it? He's still in there. Svetlana pokes a stick through the cage. It goes into something. Yeah. There's a little Ow. from in there. But Lavish, don't tell me. You were the first fa- I counted as a friend. You wouldn't spy for her grog, or would you? <laughs> He reappears again. Mm-hmm. As, as you um, discovered the last time you were interacting with him, he's invisibility on and invisibility yeah, yeah. off at his leisure. Yeah, so he yeah. can't actually get out of the cage. But, yeah. um, you will also recognise um, the cage that, that he's in is made of cold iron. I presume so. Um, Good evening, sort of raises her eyebrow. Says, perhaps you would like to hear what we have discovered? I would. I'm not happy about it, but I appreciate you following the trail wherever it led. As a part of my day-to-day duties, I have received, as in, in the role of counsellor, which she has actually been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's officially the counsellor for this some month. Of time at this point. Um, I have received a number of a number of I have received word of a number of fairly minor incidents but each adding up to a conclusion uh, small pranks things of that nature milk going sour prematurely farm animals being left out of their pens things in shops being rearranged harmlessly overnight it has been brought to my attention that this is likely the work 
This is likely to be the work of the Fae. She sort of glares slightly at Pearl Abish. Nothing inherently enormously dangerous to the kingdom unless it was left unchecked. However... With Svetlana's assistance, I attract these rumors and incidents back to this fairy dragon. He's lucky we caught him before the townsfolk did. The words about driving out all the monsters for the sake of fair-minded folk. There are some farmers who are very unhappy with this one. In the event, when we went near his nest to speak with him, there are large footprints around, broken shrubs. Things that clearly do not belong to a fairy dragon, and this one will not talk. For love. Hides. Um, and she basically gives you a descriptor of um, her and Svetlana have investigated this quietly. Um, but basically, as a part of her job and as a part of Svetlana's job for this month, has very much been find the troll spy yeah. style of thing. Um, and they've found Perlavish is doing a bunch of things that are um, causing unrest within your kingdom. Yeah. Um, and when they went out to his nest to find him, they found troll footprints all around it. Ergo, they have. I guess they've arrested him, neither really has the power to do so, nonetheless. Yeah. So, uh, Kaelin will crouch down um, so he can uh, more or less come eye to eye with Phil Levish. Now, this sounds like it's um, relatively serious. This would be a good time to come clean about what you've, anything you've been involved in. No. I'm not going to talk to you. Or anyone. Sniffs his little fairy dragon nose. Not even Lord Tristram? Especially not Lord Tristram. Mm. Mm. Why not? Can't. Did you make a promise? No, no, not a promise, but, but can't. Can you tell me why you can't? It, it, it would be bad. Did someone threaten you? Not me. He goes very small. Did someone threaten someone you care about? Take Tadata? Mm hmm. Tick-tick-tick's my bestest friend in the whole world. Did people say they'd do mean things to him if you didn't help them? Well... Diplomacy check. Yep. <laughs> I do have another lead-in, which might... Uh, can I just try my other yeah, lead-in? Well. Um, well, let's say this is a story, and there's a story about a fairy dragon who's been doing some mean things. Why might he have done that? Would it be maybe because in the story someone threatened his bestest friend in the whole world? Maybe. 
and maybe a nice king came along to make it all better and offer the poor fairy dragon some blue candy. Well, if the king were going to offer the fairy dragon some candy, the fairy dragon would have to tell the king what had been going on. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, 25. Fortuitously, you just so happen to have some blue candy on you. Yeah. So you sort of pull it out of your pocket and, you know, unwrap it, unwrap it, look at it. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Stinky egg troll took tick titata. Oh. Tell me what. Can you tell me a bit more about the stinky egg troll? What does he look like? Does he have like one glass eye or. He sort of raises. Well, no, he doesn't raise it. He makes an odd fairy dragon. Yes, I'll describe what Holger Crawl looks like. He's big and grey, and he smells like stinky eggs. Right, okay. And he kidnapped Tig Tetata? No. He took Tig Tetata away, and he said he would pull her wings off one by one. Um, lest something clever happened that would make the town throw you out as king. Oh. You know, you could have come and told me about that. Mm. He said he would pull Tintinitat's wings off. If I told anyone. Oh, okay. Well, I can see why that was... I can see why you were worried about that. Do you know where he's taken her? You know, I know you. I know you keep your ear out, out pretty well in your own area. Do you know anything about where that where he might have gone? Um, he's he's down by the river. And yes, he can give you directions that actually make sense to you. Yeah. To pass me your map on one. So it's not terribly far outside of Elk's Rest. It is literally just down at basically one of the bays in the Skunk River down here sort of thing. Yep. Sweet. It doesn't sound compellingly difficult to describe. To yeah, find. yeah. No, basically sweet. describes a vague cave down yeah. there. He said... If I wasn't clever and didn't do it right, he was going to pull Tintinitat's wings off. He said, I was spy master per lavish now, and I had to act like a spy, but I didn't do a very good job, and the other spy caught me, looks up at Spitlana, and and the mean old hag lady, she caught me as well. Looks at the goodiness, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll actually do this. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, I understand that you did it because you were scared for your friend, but you did a bad thing for the kingdom, and you're in a certain amount of trouble now. We're gonna have to work that. We're gonna have to work out something you can do to make it up to the kingdom for the trouble you've caused. But first, we're gonna need to rescue Tig Tata. Stinky Head Troll said that we were monsters, and we had to join the monster kingdom, whether we wanted to or not. Yeah, they said that to the kobolds too. They told the kobolds they had to join. Didn't pull the kobolds' wings off. No, but hopefully he hasn't done that to Tig Tata either. What I'm thinking is that I will go. F- I'll go find Bryn. She's pretty sneaky, and the two of us will sneak in and find the cave and find the troll and get Tig Tata back. And he won't see us coming, so he won't pull anybody's wings off. I am supposed to check back in soon and tell him that, that the farmers are unhappy and that that he pauses or screws his eyes at the thing and that rebellion is imminent. Right. Are you supposed to tell him that whether rebellion is imminent or not? I've been telling him that every day for the every couple of days for the past month. Ah. He nods and smiles. Gotcha. So where are you supposed to be meeting him? At his cave. When? Soon. Tonight? Yeah. They're not exactly keeping precise to the hour times. Uh, Essentially what he's telling you is that it's go now or... um, at least potentially alert the guy. He doesn't exactly sound like the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah, no, I mean, I meant tonight. I meant tonight. Yeah, no, I can, I, I can find Bryn and we can head out now. Do you want to come with us? I, I, I have to. I, I have to tell him that the rebellion is imminent, and and that I captured the spy master and the hag counselor well you could just not tell them about the part where you got caught and goody Niska leans over the cage you did not catch us for want of trying your colour spray was ineffective he huddles down again. Yeah. So you at- you attacked Svetlana and Goody Niskin for lavish. He said if I told anyone or if I got caught, the stinky egg troll would pull Tick Tip Tut's wings off. And Goody Niska sort of leans over to you and whispers slightly in your ear. Says we went to his lair. We went to his lair looks, nods vaguely to the cage with that to surprise him he unleashed a spell into he unleashed a spell into our eyes stunned us very slightly but Svetlana you already know this and she already knows you know this Svetlana knocked him down with some magic well that was well done
Palavish sort of looks out the window and says, Look, 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 the moon's coming. I have to be there before the moon comes. All right. So, you can't take Goodiniska and Svetlana with you. you. Me and Bryn and you can go right now and rescue Ted Tatata. But if we're going to do that, you need to trust me. Uh, Svetlana sort of speaks like, well, I am the spy master, am I not? This is a matter of, this is a matter of spies. You want to come? I am not personally saying I will rend the thrall, but uh, this is the job I am supposed to be involved in. Fair enough. And that means you'll need somebody to keep you safe, says Niska, and looks at you. Well, if the two of you are coming, then Pearl Lavish can have captured you both. It will certainly distract the troll while Bryn and I sneak up on him. Pearl Lavish puffs up slightly. Mm Mm-hmm. Somehow. <laughs> I think... Somebody said... Svetlana, can you send a messenger for Bryn? I think we'd better get we'd get better get moving. We can discuss the details on the way. And Pearl Amish starts going... Um, she, she says, yes, yes, and, and sort of rummages around to pull out a notepad and paper, and Pearl Amish starts going frantic. We don't have time to go get someone else? No! We have to go. Okay, all right. Then this is us. Okay, then let's go. And um, depending on whether you want to steer this or not, left to their own devices, um, Goodyneska doesn't let Perlavish out of the cage. She just picks the cage up. And uh, no, no, that's I, I'm okay with that. Yep. We, we, we can talk about letting them go closer to the troll's lair, but... And they go out and grab horses. You're not yep. talking terribly far away here. It's like maybe an hour's ride from the okay, city. Okay, sweet. It's, it's essentially probably where the skin city meets the, the first corner of the Skunk River style of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you so desire, you can ride out there. Yep. And there, there is about an hour to discuss your master plan, whatever it might be along the way. Yep, so we can spend some time working out what it is. All right, now that we're on the move, let's talk, let's talk what we're going to, let's talk how we're going to do this. Both ladies can ride, albeit without any particularly graceful seat. Yeah. Are either of them carrying any weapons? Uh, yes, actually, given what they've been out doing. Um, they, they don't commonly, but um, yeah. they, they were clearly well, they were up to something here. Um, Svetlana is not armoured, which is about what you're expecting. Yeah. Um, she is carrying a short spear. Um, Goody Nesca actually is set up for this. Um, yeah, she is carrying a, a pretty quality-looking hooked dagger um, and a shield. Cool. And yeah, she was she wants getting out there to beat Pearl Lavish up, so she actually has some leather armor on. Nice. A bit with like clothes over the top of it. Still yeah. Nothing. Okay. So 
Svetlana, I know you haven't had um, that much in the way of training. What kind of spells can you? What kind of spells can you use? And what have you still? How much? I know you've um, maybe used some already today. I have. I have a. I, I am able to. I am able to protect myself by bringing. Uh, um, a shield of armor around me, the same way your armor protects you. It is what we put in place when we went to catch up a lavish, and I am able to set the troll aflame. That's wonderful. Yep, burning hands, baby. Sweet. That will make a big difference. I think I have one flask of alchemist's fire, but that will um. Enough to one. Um, she certainly doesn't tell you that she has infinite amounts of spells, but she yeah. doesn't seem terribly worried that she's going to run out anytime soon. Alright, so. How we. Um, how do we want to do this? I would suggest that we simply reach the cave mouth and hurl fire into it until something screaming comes run, running out. But he does have a host he does potentially have a hostage in there. I'm sure the Greg is probably already dead. <laughs> it might not be. I think it's worth it's worth taking the, it's worth um, doing our best. She wasn't dead before. Did you see did you see her? Uh-huh. I get to talk to her and bring her milk every day. Well, every couple of days. Yeah, but that's probably enough, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She was okay last time. So where in the cave is where in the cave is she? He he literally describes you know a meter deep cave. There's going to be nothing in there, but, right? But a, a a Greg and possibly a troll. Right. Yep. All right. Um. None of this exactly hallmarks master tactics or anything to you? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any... Perlavish, could you get into the cage? If the tro- if we were fighting the troll? Could you get into the cage and get to take Tartatat out? She's stuck on the ground with a chain and a big spike hammered into the ground. Right, yeah, okay. I'm not strong enough to pull it out. Alright. I can pour a, a relatively significant amount of fire in, but I cannot direct it. No, we don't want to throw the fire, we don't want to fire, throw fire around, the cage's not big enough. And we don't want to waste, if you can only do it sometimes, we don't want to waste it and we don't want to miss the troll. You underestimate her capacities. Again. So it's Niska. Cameron rolls his eyes. I saw that. <laughs> um. Alright. My thought. Per lavish, you go into the cave alone. You tell the troll that you've got prisoners. You tell the troll that you've got prisoners, that you captured people. 
who were looking at you captured other spy masters who were looking into what you were doing but that they that they're um, a little ways away you bring him out you bring him out of the cave and we'll attack him so I'm, I'm I am like a spy master a cunning lure to bring the beast to heel that's the idea and if we don't fight him in the cave it'll be safer for Greg and Rineska leans over to the cage he like, sort of lifts the cage up to a face again and if you try and run or blast colours at me again I'll do exactly what I told you I would <laughs> he goes quiet yeah Goody Niska and Svetlana are very important people in this kingdom, and it wasn't okay that you attacked them. You're still in quite a bit of trouble. This is the start of getting you out of the trouble. If you do this well, this will be a pain down. You'd be in a lot more trouble if you hadn't been doing it because Greg Tatatat was in danger. But the thing that you should have done was come and told someone that she was in danger and we'd have helped you rescue her. But he'd have pulled her arms off. He's real scary. I can understand that. But the thing is, someone still needs to rescue it, right? And we could have done that done a lot sooner if you'd come and told us she was in danger. Okay, diplomacy check. What are you aiming to achieve? Um, get across to pull Avish that there was an opportunity here to yeah, yeah, trust yeah. people. You, you don't need to roll it. Okay, cool. Um, it's, it's, it's more a matter of um, somebody's intimidated the crap out of them. Yep, that makes sense. All right. But, and yet, but yet, yes, this would be a real spy mission, and you would need to be brave to do it. So, you roll up to, you know, five minutes before you're yeah. uh, about to enter the area style thing. Yeah. Um, Kurineska looks at looks at Pelavish, looks at this, this plan, sort of shakes her head to Suppose he can hardly be expected to have brought us by horseback, can he? Uh, you've no doubt been looking forward to this one for some time. Kalen, would you perhaps tie Svetlana and I out? Mm-hmm. All right. But Very loosely. Yeah. All right. Um, and let's um, let's tuck your... We- we're not going to take your weapons off, but let's tuck them away so they're not immediately apparent. All right, so Kalen will get out some rope. Um and endeavour to make a casual observance prisoners without actually disarming anybody. Yeah. I mean, you can you can basically tuck their weapons behind them, yeah. loop the things. Yeah. It's, it's going to be pretty transparent the moment um, anyone gets any sort of serious look at them. Yeah. But, but I'll endeavour to aim for, you know, they can slide the rope loop off, if, but, if it's, but it's tight enough that it actually looks like a rope loop mm-hmm. as opposed to... Um, you know, clearly hanging really loose mm-hmm. around their wrists. Yep. You you think you've done this successfully. Yep. Um, we'll see well, how you do when you get there. Yep. Position, and basically the conception is, I'm going to be hiding to the best of my ability. They're going to be on one side of the clearing. I'm going to be hiding to the best of my ability on the other side. Mm-hmm. The goal is the troll will run past me, sweat run and will blast the troll, and then I'll attack him from behind. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't quite follow that. Uh, so, um, Kaelin hiding. Yep. Um, Troll comes. Yep. Sweet Lana blasts. Kaelin runs. Yep, understood. Mm-hmm. 
makes good sense. And I will give both of them, as, as we go, I'll say, alright, now, uh, I can see you both are prepared to give this a good go, oh, and I appreciate it, but if it starts getting ugly, back, back out and leave them to me, okay? If, it, if, it's, if, it's, if it's getting, if you're getting badly hurt, duck out. I understand that she says as you're tired of You seem entirely too familiar with this. <laughs> I never killed a troll before, but um, certainly with someone who can cast fire spells and uh, with several contract friends and someone who casts fire spells, it could be a lot worse. No, no, it's it's the tying woman up thing. Ah, yeah. Talking about. yeah. Doesn't exactly come up all the time. But. And you move in, uh, and can you make me a listen check at a difficulty of five? Uh, yes, yes I can. I've got a t- mighty 10. Okay, so you're sort of uh, vaguely trying to sneak slash moving into position around the side style yeah. thing. Um, when you will hear some very loud voices, like two people more or less yelling at each other at the top of their lungs. Yep. Um, which I will do somewhat more quietly yep. with sleepy children. Um, the first of which you would recognise... Um, very readily as being um, Tigtiritat. Yeah. With that sort of vaguely Gaelic Irish kind of accent style thing. I don't know what thing, you big smelly brute. You didn't even know how to take a postage all proper. Should have left. Uh, you should have been sending notes with letters cut out of other letters. And brush your teeth. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, for the love of everything nasty, shut up. Both and tell that. Yeah. And this this argument, you know, continues. Yeah. It sounds like it's been going for some time when you get there. So, it sounds like Tick-Tick-Tick's giving the troll shit? Yes. Awesome. Yes, no no question, the troll is getting... Just, just going. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Pelavish will basically be let out of the cage, flies up towards the cave mouth, and sort of stands at the front of the cave mouth and calls out, "Stinky egg troll, Wagner." Okay, stinky egg troll. <laughs> you, you, you I, I've done great. Is Bullion imminent? Yes, but rebellion is imminent. A- and I've captured their spymaster and their, and their counsellor to hold his more hostages. Uh, not ordered to do that. You said do something clever, isn't that clever? Sounds clever. <laughs> but, well, why don't you come out and take a look? They're just over here. Uh, you hear thud, clunk from yeah. inside, and Perlavish disappears. Yeah. As something comes walking out, um, it looks lanky and sort of grey with mo- grey, mo- grey green motley skin. Big grey club thrown over one shoulder. It's pretty clearly a troll. You've never seen him before. Um, just basically in a in a loincloth. Nothing in particular going on sort of walks out, looks at the two of them across the way, and um, 
Can you make me a figure's rope? So a dexterity check. How cleverly have you cleverly slash fakely tied these two up? I, <laughs> I assume you're favouring um, them being able to yeah, escape yeah, over. Yeah, um, yeah, I am indeed. However, I did just roll a nat. I just did just nat twenty, so I got a thirty, and I don't think you, I, I, I'm sensing that brains are not this guy's forte. Oh, oh, he sees them. Oh, Thugnar has caught you. Thugnar is best spy master ever. <laughs> oh, now Thugmaster will. Uh, mm, something clever. <laughs> and starts strolling forward across the clearing towards yeah. you. Um, Svetlana looks at Goody Neska, you know, and, and sort of says something quietly to her and gets the nod. Presumably, you know, now? Yes, now. And she will whip her arms out of the thing. Yep. And that is where we will go to initiative. Yes. I'm so happy she can set him on fire. Yeah. Um, do you want me to make my high check? Um, like, in terms of... Um, uh, yes, that would be good. When we're getting there, you're welcome to make initiative as well. Yep. I'll just do the high check first. Sweet. So that's a... Oh, right. Hi. Okay, that's an eight. <laughs> yep, he doesn't see you. Sweet. <laughs> I'm so happy we got this troll. You know it's a wisdom place. Cool. <laughs> Alright, so Sweet Planet 20's initiative. Oh, good girl. And she presumably gets a surprise round. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so that is Svetlana. Oh, you got a 14. You, Niska, troll. <laughs> He's presumably got a shitload of hit points, and technically the other two are civilians, so it's thoughtful of him to make this as easy as possible. Oh, um, I don't know if Pearl Lavish is planning to contribute in any way. I suspect he's probably not got a lot of no. troll fighting capacities. If he thought he could take the thing to start with, yeah. they wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, you know, he does have a lot more or assistance than he did to begin with. But I suppose if his spells are things like Colour Spray, the troll's probably a bit hit dice heavy for him. And certainly the, um, what he did to me was largely the not being seen in the first place. I need to get the monster on as the troll is lumbering forward, Svetlana basically pulls her hands out of the loop with pretty much with ease. It's, it's literally just yanks yeah. her hands back, the rope falls to the ground. And Niska sort of, you know, nods like to her. She says, now, throws her hands out, and something flies out from her hands. Um, and erupts into what looks like this screaming, vaguely witch-like, very light on the features sort of woman's face going, clearly made of fire, that just sweeps over this huge area all around him. Yep. And bowls him up. Yep. He endeavours to duck and cover. And fables grossly. I love people who can't make reflex saves. People in their vulnerable to fire. It is a, a moderately long distance and over some area that this, this is exploding out. Sweet. So it's quite definitely going to hit you if you're standing next to the troll. Yeah. Um, yes, I presumed that would be the case. So that is 
18 damage to him. Oh, very nice. And Thugner, as he presumably is, goes, and burns. On the other hand, um, I, I imagine we would have discussed this. My my goal is for him not to advance forward and smush the caster, which would be the sensible yep. thing to do, so I, I'm going to get in his face. Yep. And then it is you. Yep. Okay, so um, I'm going to lunge out of my little bit of brush yep. and um, uh, charge at him with greatsword raised. Ambushes! Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. Uh, flat footed AC, bad. <laughs> That's thoughtful. Okay. Good old great sword then. Meager on the roll. That's another nine. And the blow cleaves into him and chops at him and where you would expect the flesh to sort of knit over it it keeps burning instead yep that functionally negates his um thing uh steps up beside Svetlana mumbles something in, in her ear waves her hands and casts some sort of spell on Svetlana awesome of what type? You've got no spellcraft at all. Then. N- uh, no, it's not true. So, so nothing that produces any obvious visual effects. Yeah, that's that, but that's fine. But then I know she's a, I know she's a priestess of the rest spell, essentially. Yeah. So hypothetically, cleric levels would be a logical assessment. Yeah, so, certainly. Um, druids of Aristotle aren't uncommon, but yeah. nothing else about her suggests that. Yeah. All right, and um, then it is Team Troll. Uh, no, now it's you guys again. Oh, right, because that's, that's a surprise round. Oh, right. Hang on. Um, There's Witless there didn't see it coming. Yeah, no, I realised that, but I couldn't have moved and... Oh, could I yeah, charge him? him? Oh, sweet. Which okay. I assume you were doing. Yeah. yeah, you're at penalties to your AC yeah. during the surprise round. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, cool. Alright, I will regret that I still don't have full attack. That's uh, Svetlana. Again. Oh, yes, my apologies, Svetlana. Um, Svetlana sort of looks at you standing next to the thing. Uh, Blast him again! She hesitates slightly. Goody Niska sort of, you know, rubs r- 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 yep. at him. Foof! Yep. Can you make a reflex, sir? Yes. I may not be able to make it, but it's all good. But yeah, um, the, the taking the troll down is the most important thing. Uh, that's a. Uh, 12. Yeah, no. Definitely so. This screaming hag witch's face burning in flame bursts all over you. Yep. And can you take 25 damage? Oof. Yep. Okay, yeah, that hurt. And Thudner falls down, screaming and burning. Oh, nice. He's, and, and very rapidly immolates entirely. Okay, sweet. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Yep, he's yep. gone from alive to dead. Okay. 
all right, I will cut his head off as a you know a, ge- a generous act of mercy. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be be regenerating yep. from the damage. Yeah, yeah. it's all fine. No, it's it's most it's mostly the um you know he doesn't need to burn. He, yep. he, he's clearly burning to death. I'll just speed up the process a bit. Goody Niska sort of looks to you. Is that it? Are there more of them? Uh, better go check. But nice one, Setlana. Goody Niska was right. You didn't need me. I, I'm sorry. Are, are you all right? I'm just fine. You did great. That was exactly what you were supposed to do. It's 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 a lot better than what the troll was going to do to me if he'd gotten the opportunity. And Pulavish appears. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Yeah, good job luring them out. Let's go find Tick Tatatak and check there aren't any more trolls. And you go inside the cave. It takes you about three seconds of looking round to see the deal here. Um, There is a very large tent set up in here. um, Some very basic supplies. um, And literally pinioned to the floor on a chain, which is... Looks like there's been basically a pattern just hammered into the into the ground. Um, is the little Greek tick tick tat? Cool. Um, sort of pulling on the chain. Well, at last, at last, there you are. Take your time, why don't you? She says to Philip. Never should have taught you how to speak, Caldang. <laughs> and um, Kaelin, um grins at them both. And um, says to someone, "Hey, I speak Sylvan now. Come on, let's let's get this thing off you, eh?" And he will go over and sit down yep. and quite carefully have a go at the stake because he can effortlessly yep. out outclass this medium defense. The key is getting the small delicate yep. the, the, the grasshopper yep. thing out of it without hurting her. It, it it has actually really been hammered in by something you know obscenely yep. strong. Yeah. But a bit of time, he yeah. had an appropriate tool, and ding, pop. Yeah. Whereas it's, it's pretty obvious that Perlavish, with like his four strength, is yeah. never going to manage this ever. Yeah. Um, and it comes up, and then you sort of reach round and delicately bend and cut and take the rest of the chain off. Yeah. Um, she. Ah. Ah. Oh, that's better. Weirish, weirish. That's better, that's better. Oh. Well, that's been a few unpleasant weeks and no mistake. I'm sorry, but we only just heard you were in trouble. She looked at the love. I sincerely hope her lover hasn't been doing anything too stupid. Uh, he's in a little bit of trouble now. I was trying to help. What did you do? <laughs> He's been fomenting rebellion. I thought you were just telling him that. Do you think that would have worked? Yes. Yes, I do. Alright. We'll say we'll just have a quick check, see if the troll's got anything on him, and then we'll get back to town and sort this out and get um and get to start to some food and things. Yep, he has troll pants. Yep, not many of those left. Sweet, uh, and nothing interesting in the tent, I presume. Nope. Cool. Um, there is um slightly more civilized gear than you would expect. Like there are pots and pans and fishing nets and things in there. Yeah. 
um, all troll-sized. Yeah. But nothing uh, remarkably stunning or anything. Yeah. No secret letters that say your master plan is to form a bullion. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to toss the body um, off to the side in the bushes. I'm yep. not going to worry about um, burying him at this stage. No worries. And then, um, but out of deference to Corwin's sensibility, they'll remain from putting his head on a pike, which would be my initial thing. Oh, uh, the, the only thing you will find that you might not be expecting is in his gear. There's basically keys, presumably to the um, manacle that was holding her that you've already broken. Right, sweet. <laughs> Yeah, so I could have done that in the other order, but it wasn't like I didn't know I could take the manacle. Yep. <laughs> no problem. Yep. Alright, and we will head back to town. Congratulations, you have outsmarted the thug there. Yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> He's clearly a great intellect among troll kind. Gleaniska sort of looks you up and down. Are you likely to collapse? I have some capacity to heal. No, I'm fine. Let's just get... Uh, it, it was only a bit of fire. Let's just get back to town. I will keep your notable endurance in mind. <laughs> and um, I will pat Switlana... I will um, grab Sw- give Switlana a handshake and a little she, more dramatic She gestures. looks uh, a little surprised, but generally kind of happy. I I did not realise I could do that. You, it was all you. The um, I was just... If I'd done... Um, Knowing you could take him out with just two hits, I wouldn't even, even bother getting to melee. I wouldn't even bother getting into his range. I, I have been able to call fire before, but it was so strong. Maybe you've been getting stronger. I suppose that must be it. But goodness, like she's been practicing chucking fireballs at walls. Yeah. Now. Oh well. Maybe um, practicing that's in order. That's um, quite the ability you've got. Sort of pass on back. I told you you could do it, and you were quite right. I um, wouldn't have felt good sending the two of you out to battle him without me, but it turns out you didn't need me at all. I have to say, if this is Grokka's spy master, we may have sorely overestimated his capacities. I I I feel that um, I can see why he recruited Palavish to do something clever. I think. um, Doing something clever himself might have been a bit beyond him. I think um, Higroka's um, noted prejudices in his hiring policies might be limiting his options somewhat. Well, he, no, no, he wasn't the spy. He wasn't well. He wasn't the spy. The first spy master of choice. He was very grumpy about it. Says Tick to the Tell us more, Tick. Uh, he, he says they used to have a little purple, a little purple cobalt, but he ran off and didn't come back. Oh right. Well, that explains why he was so well informed. Thugner was the uh, replacement, the second best option, if that tells you anything. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm confused because the little purple kobold told us was the one that told us about who got the spy master, wasn't he? Yeah. But keep in mind that little purple kobold has been living in that tower for some lengthy period of time. Oh, um, right. Sending information back and forth to Hagrolka, but presumably in the intervening, Hagrolka's just gone, yeah, you're still totally the spy master. Replace. Yeah. Right, of course, he's had to replace... Um, he's had to Tartuk's re- functionally uh, unable to fulfill any of his duties because he's enslaved to the dancing lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, and... Um, Presumably, Hagrolka having signed the dancing lady on was more or less stuck with her having exploded, uh, as, uh, enslaved as spy master unless he wanted to um, hand her a few f- more of his um, mm-hmm. employees. 
which presumably is feeling was one was quite an, one complimentary employee was quite enough. Mm-hmm. It's presumably welcome to the Monster Kingdom. Have some of my best people gratis. Well, that makes me feel better about killing Tartuk, and I already felt pretty good about killing Tartuk. All right. Yes. So um, we'll ask to if um, she knows uh, what else he talked about. Um, very much that at great lengths. Uh, he Thugner talked about his clever plans, how he was going to spy on your kingdom and ferment bullion or possibly rebellion or something in that neighborhood. Three syllable words being extremely taxing. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, he talked at length about how clever his plans were. Like, I, I well, he, he had Pilar, he had me and Palavish because he thought we could do something clever for him. He said he was going to grab some people and smash them until they did something clever for him. And if anyone tried to stop him, he'd smash it cleverly. Right. Well, I do think it was a smart move on his part to delegate the cleverness. Oh, yeah, that was my thinking. I, I don't think he was gonna. I don't think he was gonna nail the cleverness all on his own. All right. Yeah, I think the. Um, it's entirely possible that um, Svetlana may be a trifle overqualified to outthink the Monster Kingdom spy masters. And a little grin goes hop onto your arm, hop, yep. hop, hop, hop onto your shoulder, and gives you this tiny, you know, whisper touch kiss on your cheek. Thank you very much for saving me. I'll be sure that everyone I know, every, everyone I talk to around the kingdom hears about your heroicness and goodliness and general comeliness. <laughs> you're most welcome. It was absolutely what you're entitled to as a part of the kingdom. I'm just sorry we couldn't come sooner. Well, if you can have... You and Pulavish can have a little chat about... Um, but basically, Pulavish, next time, if you're not, and if no one's supposed to see you telling people that um, your friend's in trouble, why don't you just go invisible? And tell us invisibly. <laughs> he, he said he pulled take ten of the uh, wings off. I, I, but he didn't. But he could have. But he didn't. But he could have. <laughs> All right. So when we get back to the kingdom, yeah. Basically, I want. I'm going to talk to the councillors about it, mm-hmm. but my, the gist is I want Palavish to do some community service. Yep. Um, to my, I, I don't want to let him off entirely, yep. but I don't want to the, particularly... The, the general consensus is you, you literally have to have someone basically sitting on him making him do it as just by his nature alone he'd get distracted and wander off. Yeah. It, it, the community would not gain in any way from it, but if the point is to visibly punish him, then it's worth doing. Yeah. If your point is to actually accomplish anything, you're actually spending more resources doing it than you are. Yeah, no, that's alright. But um, I'll find someone who's prepared to supervise his community service. And pe- yep, that that sounds perfect. And make certain they're compensated. And yeah, for lavish... Um, and Tristram can have a few conversations with him about better ways to handle this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he might have the patience to make the thing stick, and we'll make certain Tig gets a good meal and um, 
generally checked out, although I don't imagine she's uh, very she's, pretty tough. She she actually has some burn marks on her from the cold iron chain. Yeah, but um, I'm sure we'll, we'll recover from them in time. Slash can be healed. Also. Yeah, yeah. I think we can we can find her some healing certainly. Yep. Yeah, and we can just advance along to the end of the scene. Yep. Rapidly, if you so desire. Yeah, that, I think that's the. Yep. So the end result of this is, is Svetlana will come to you a few days later. She says, uh, "Oh, hold on, sorry. There was one more thing I wanted to do." She disappears. Yeah, um, I wanted to um, talk to her about um, it, about talking to Oleg about it. Like, I don't necessarily think he should have been let go, of, let know at the time, but I think it would be nice to tell him what happened after the fact. Yes, but we did not want to risk him. We did not want to risk interrupting or risk or risk word getting back to what we assumed to be Perlavish's unknown master. If we realised who it was, we might have taken uh, less precaution. Uh, no, I think it was, you were very wise to take caution at the time. I think it's important that he understands that with your current job, he's not always going to know what you're doing. But it'd be nice to let him know after the fact when it's not exactly a matter of national security. And, you know... I think he um, deserves to know his wife killed the troll. It, m- many men consider that an honour. I do not think he would be terribly happy about it. I would rather not speak of it to him. Well, if you don't want to tell him that part, then maybe just tell him the first part. You don't have to tell him you personally. we personally went out and took care of it, you included. She nods. And a couple of days later, she'll come back to him and say, uh, Apparently... You and I are heroes of the Greek, uh, what they call songs on the wind, the rumor mill, we would call it. Uh, We have been seen heroically together slaying trolls with flaming swords and other such antics side by side like in the Bardic Tales. Okay. I, I have been approached by several of them to tell me they will tell me anything of interest happening in the kingdom. Some of it they have told me is not, but some of it is very useful. Yeah, the um, I, I think um, it's several of our spy masters have struggled with them, but the little fade do actually pick up a remarkable amount of info. So, your magic fey network expands. Oh, sweet. You gain a plus one stability bonus to your kingdom. Oh, yeah. I love I love the doing things for the fey. They always give me skill. stability, and I want it so bad. Okay, so... Where did we put the... Miscellaneous modifiers. That looks like events. Yep. Plus four Yeah, I've got a plus five stability bonus from events. It's all face spy. It, it represents my massive face spy network. <laughs> and although Svetlana does not um, go into any further detail reporting this to you, you will be hard pressed to go by the. Um, there are now bardic stories going round the taverns of the two of you. Um, you know, heroically out together fighting trolls in a very. Um, you know, husband and wifey hero team sort of way. Oh dear. Yeah. Huh? 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 Okay, then I need to go have a talk to Ole. <laughs> and 
I think dinner's about ready, so that's probably where we want to leave it be. Yeah. I'll just make a little note about talking to Otterly. It's it's only, you know, in, it's not suggesting you're a couple per yeah. se. It's just that, you know, heroically they went out and slew together and now we're linking them in song. Yeah. It's not so much they made out at the end of Killing the Troll. Yeah. Shall we leave it there? Yep. We shall leave it there.